Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I'm Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? Doing just fine. How are, how are you? Oh, but I'm going to tell you what. If I was any better, I'd be your gym shoes. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I like them thanks. purple. Got the, you got the Pistol Pete Maravich socks Got today. the Pistol Pete socks on, looking good. My man's ready for the day. I'm ready. We got a good one today. We've got our Reese's, like always, to start it off. We've got Major League Baseball playoffs in full effect, and they are fun right now. I want to talk about the game that happened this weekend. I want to kind of just recap some stuff because one of the most unbelievable games that you'll anybody – well, two games, honestly. Anybody could have seen um, two games in one, shall we say. Mm-hmm. And then we've got – the NBA started last night. Clay, uh, Clay went up – Clay. Steph went well. Clay was there, but Steph and uh, Steph and LeBron face off, and uh, that looked a certain way. We'll talk a little NBA, very very little bit of NBA. We'll go over our playoffs. It's way too early for everybody to start telling me how terrible the Lakers are going to be. All right, so just don't don't give me that. I don't want to hear it. It's one game done with all the like. I already got. Uh, Got guys on get up and everything else saying, well, I had them as a, maybe a six seed, but geez, after tonight, I don't think they're making the playoffs. One game. There's 86 games, 82 games 82. in a 82 games in a season. One game, homie. We're going to be all right. Let's just take a big, deep breath. You, they, they lost by what? 12 or 13 to the champs, the champs from last year who might be better than last year. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and then we've got uh, we've got our NFL picks, of course, which we'll we'll get into. And then Mount Rushmore of sports fights. And then we'll go over our comedy segment of uh, Eliza Schlesinger. I hope I said that right. Hot forever. That's right. So we're going to start off with numero uno for today, which is what we start every podcast off, and that's with Reese's candy. Adam, have we done this yet? Oh, no, we haven't. I didn't think so. All right, so here we go. Nice. We've done, I don't know, 30 of these now, it feels like. <laughs> but we've never done Reese's Pieces. Yeah. So I stopped and I got some king-size Reese's Pieces to get us going for today. Oh, it's been a while. I'm excited to see what your number is on this because there's zero chocolate. And most of the time, we're <laughs> yeah. talk, most of when we judge things, we talk about the chocolate to peanut butter ratio. Mm-hmm. And there's no chocolate to peanut butter ratio. There is candy shell mm-hmm. to peanut butter ratio. Adam, you just threw them in the old mouth. They're about to be down the gullet. First impressions. First of all, you can't eat in, in one bite. You can't eat less than, I mean, you can't put in your mouth less than about four or five. Oh, yeah. And, and, and you got, I mean, Almost unlimited to how many you can throw in there at a time. So I don't know how many that was for me, but it was, you know, probably probably seven, eight, something like that. Um, so really get the full the full picture. Yeah. I mean it's it is like almost all peanut butter, but the you know, the candy shell mm. is just enough. You think, oh, this is an M M&M. and M. Oh, wait a minute. No, it's mm. peanut butter. No, my friend, that's a Reese's pieces. Mm-hmm. Um What's a singular? Is it Reese's piece? Mm-hmm. It is. 
But you, like you just said, you can't eat a Reese's piece. You're right. You can't eat a Reese's piece. Yeah. You have to eat Reese's pieces. That's correct. Good call. So, you know, totally right. You're totally right about the, the peanut butter to chocolate thing. We're always talking about. But you know what? This is a this is a staple. This has been around so long. Really, of all the candies like this, this M and M's, Skittles, those kind of like candy shell things, small candy shells. Right. I I say Reese's Pieces is number one for me. I'm in for that. Now, the peanut butter M and M's. No. I think better better than these for me. Whoa! That's crazy talk. That's blasphemous to the Reese's peanut butter. My apologies, but very close second is Reese's Pieces for me. So, um, man, I got to tell you, so the way I eat any of these, whether it be M&M or Reese's Pieces. How about this handful with almost all orange? Ooh, almost a full oranger. Happy Halloween. I throw them in. I'll throw it in, and I'll grab one at a time, pull it off to the side, turn it up on its end in between the back teeth, and just chip away at it. Have we talked about this before? Well, this is this is a professional sunflower seed eater <laughs> eating Reese's Pieces like sunflower seeds. That's exactly what, right. That's what it is. You pop it up, and I just chip away the outside, and I chew on the little. I've never thought about that. I go, I eat minimum of one bag of sunflower seeds. Every day. You should be getting paid to eat sunflower seeds. David should be. No, not you don't do David, right? You do. I switched over to the bigs, man. I do the That's taco. Right. That's right. So they should be paying you. Anyway, go ahead. But I never thought about the reason. I always thought it was weird. I always wonder if anybody else eats M&M's or Reese's Pieces this way and like kind of chips away at the at the outside of it. Mm-hmm. I'm even got them in a corner sucking on them right now while I talk just like I will. But no one's ever said, hey, that sounds like you eat sunflower seeds. That's exactly probably why I do this. This is exactly what I'm doing. I'm just in my mouth, playing around, chipping away at it, just like I would a sunflower seed. Peanut butter sunflower seeds. Wow. Yeah. You just blew my mind. <laughs> um, creature of habit. Nothing wrong with that. All right, so what are we scoring this bad boy? You want to you wanna score first? Uh, I'm thinking. I'm still thinking about it. Oh, that's easy for me. Nine, seven. Wow. Yeah. Who's up at the top, Bob? Big number. All right. I'm going. Um, you were a 9 7. Well, you think about it for a minute. I'm going to ask you a question while you're thinking about it. Please do. So, when I went to go get these before I got them, mm-hmm. went into a Speedway. Okay. Troy, Shout Troy, out Speedway. Troy, Ohio. Oh. No. One is Speedway. What was that? A North Star or something like that. Mm. Anyway, I got to use the little boys' room. Mm-hmm. Number one. Tiny, no, boy, tiny boys' room. No big deal. And uh, so I go in. Okay. Two, two faucets, right? Okay. Okay. Two like, sinks. Two like, sinks. Okay. Yep. Two sinks. Huge area you could easily fit three stalls or two urinals in a stall or something like that so they got a urinal 
<clears throat> a ton of space, and then toilet. <clears throat> I walked in, saw all the space and two sinks. I just walked in and started using the bathroom because that's it just looked like a regular old bathroom that you just walk into. Feller walks in while I'm in there. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I know. I have- wait, 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 wait. So let me ask you. Can I ask you a quick question? I know what you're going to ask me, and the answer is no. Go ahead. No, hold on. Because this is going to be my point that I, that I think where I screw up. Is the toilet a stall? Are there walls? Or is it a free? A I knew free, you were going to ask. Freestanding toilet. Freestanding toilet. Okay. Are you <laughs> – I don't want to get too personal here. Are you Are you – Standing at the urinal or not? Let's yeah. just say it that way. Yeah, you're standing, standing at, the at the urinal. Okay, okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You would you have the gall to ask me that? I said it was number one. Oh, we I have talked about. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't catch that. My bad. My oh, bad. okay. That could be a totally different story because <laughs> that just got talked about on on the Greeny show not that long ago about walking in on somebody okay. while they're dropping a, do, uh, a deuce. Anyway, <laughs> so I was going to the bathroom. And I was like, "Hey, how you doing, buddy?" Just as I'm going, and he goes. Jeez, old Pete, it's a one bathroom. And he closes the door. And I was like, huh? And I'll go over, I'll wash my hands in one of the two sinks. I'm like, well, I, there's a lock on the door. Mm. And there's no stall doors. And I open the door and he goes, you could at least lock the door. I mean, my back was to him. Wasn't like I had my pants all the way down to my, my bottom. And if he's just got to pee, walk over and go pee. It's just like another urinal, basically. I got yelled at for bad bathroom etiquette. I mean, I, I, okay. I mean, lock the door, lock the door. You know what? I get that from his perspective. He didn't see anything also. Yeah. But still very uncomfortable situation, but I was nice to him. I said, Hey, how you doing? (laughs) Uh, The way you describe the bathroom. So confusing. Mm. I probably wouldn't think it was a one. Although I'm so, I'm such a freak about if there's a lock, you're locked. I'm making sure. Yeah. But I get it, especially two sinks. Two sinks that's threw me off. in a one-person bathroom. That's that. Th- yeah, that, that, that'll throw you off. I was lost today. I was lost. Yeah. Got yelled at. So what did I do? I went out, and I walked around. And I walked around, and I waited for him to get done. I didn't say a word to him. But when he got done, I had, I had the Reese's in my hand. I had my orange monster. And I had a Reese's Outrageous Bar with me as well because <clears throat> that's number one. Yep. And uh, as soon as he walked out, I uh, walked out of the aisle and I just walked by him and I gave him a little head nod and a smile. And I walked up to the walked up to the thing. I just wanted him to know there's no reason to be upset, no reason to be mean or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It was an honest mistake. No words. He didn't say anything. That's <laughs> he fair. You look at me all day. Really? Yeah. I he mean, felt my presence though. Hopefully. <laughs> First of all, hilarious that you waited for him <laughs> Absolutely. just to give a head nod. <laughs> There's no reason to yell at me because I didn't lock the door. Oh. It's a one-person stall. Slam the door. I come out, and he goes, you got to lock it. Okay. Sorry. You can see nothing. Can't see nothing. Thanks, Pops. Yep. Get off my lawn. <laughs> oh, haven't had that segment in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, man, that's a, that's, a, that's a very interesting story. I almost want to see this bathroom. Man, that's crazy. That's crazy mm-hmm. to have a bathroom like that. Why do you have a bathroom like that? I totally agree. Troy, throw, throw, throw Ohio North Star. Go get it. Come on, Troy, Ohio North Star. Throw some walls up around the 
First of all, that's the thing. So that Dumb. tells me it's a one-person bathroom. No walls around. Sorry, the that was what I was going to get to, but you asked it right away. Yes, but two sinks. W- w- is this a one-stall thing or not? Is this a one-person mm-hmm. thing or not? That's weird. Or I is thought- it? Or is it so that you can wash your right hand in a sink <laughs> and the left hand in a different sink? Who knows? <laughs> all right, but, that, mm, that's my bathroom story. What are you rating these things? I'm going. Uh, you know what? I'm going nine five, mm. which is a good number. But the only reason it's not bigger is the more you eat them, the more you get that like phlegm in your throat. It's it's really kind of coating the peanut butter your it's throat. The extra peanut butter. Yeah, you need a drink. You know, they're very tasty, mm-hmm. but they'll give you that phlegm thing. You know what I mean? They're phenomenal. Yeah, they are. They are. Good call on that. I totally forgot about the simple, classic Reese's Pieces. Reese's Pieces. Mm. All right, Adam, that brings us to our first sports segment of the day. Let's talk a little Major League Baseball playoffs, my friend. We are officially – it is Wednesday night. We are officially in the NL and ALCS. The uh, division series were all pretty good. I don't know. There was at least a couple good games in them. Um, I think the Astros swept the Mariners, didn't they? They did, but that was one of the games. Good games, yeah. There you go. Doesn't mean just because they're sweep doesn't mean it's not all good games. It's true. So, um, Adam, let's start with you, bub. How do you feel about the about the playoffs as of this date? I want to go back. You while you talk, I'm going to find. I'm going to find something here. First of all, I like that that since they made the wild card series three a three game instead of one, I like that the division series is five games instead of seven. Mm. I like that it's only five games. You got to get through those first two rounds fairly quickly, mm-hmm. right? So I like that about it. There were some good games, some really good games in the division series. You're about to talk about at least one of them uh, that was an 18 inning game that was so exciting because it was 18 inning zero to zero game. Unbelievable. It ended up one, nothing. That's a playoff baseball dream of mine. That's awesome. We're getting a fax. Don't worry about <laughs> Don't it. Don't worry guy. about the facts. We're just <laughs> going off in the background. <laughs> that's just, uh, that's, that's how our producers uh, communicate with us. Exactly. From the other room. Exactly. So, <laughs> the only podcast in the world. There are over <laughs> over four million podcasts. The only podcast in the world where we communicate with the with the operating room uh, through facts. So very 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 good. Some very good games in the division series. I I like you know a lot of mostly mostly low scoring games, and love the pitching matchups. We talked about that. Pitching is so amazing. Oh, mm. so. You get the best, you know, you get you get the best starters, and then they're going to be at their best most of the time because this, I mean, there's more at stake here than a, a game in May, you know. So they're going to be as focused and as on top of things physically as they possibly can be. Same with the bullpens. I mean, some of these teams have really good bullpens. Some of them are just okay and, and are not even that great. But you are getting your best two or three guys in each bullpen kind of the same way as the starters you're only using maybe three starters most of the time in these series yep 
your best three that are in the best shape that are that are going the best right now. Same deal with the bullpen. So you are getting the best pitching that you're going to get. That's why I love the playoffs. Um, and then you'll same deal with with the defense. I mean, guys are going to be on their toes more often, more focused every every pitch, and and you know turning turning two quicker and all all the little stuff is happening at a much higher level. It's just a higher level of the game, like probably everybody, probably every sport playoffs. So we are in before, before you talk about the division series games, some of those really good games. Now we're in, no, actually I, let's have, let, no, let, let's talk. About here's it. what I want to say. So first, just to show what kind of, what kind of playoffs we're having when it comes to the pitching side of things in the wild card series, Tampa Bay and Cleveland go 15 innings, mm. one to nothing. The longest zero to zero playoff game in baseball history. 15 or 15 innings before that's that one was settled. And it the longest, longest ever, zero to zero game ever in the playoffs. And then to turn around and have it be beaten. A week and a half later, or I think it was only a week later, to go 18 innings by Houston and uh, whoever. Who did Houston play? Houston and uh, Seattle. Seattle. Yeah. And they go 18 innings on the 15th. Un- th- th- that's the stuff that I love. Watching great pitching, watching bullpens come in, watching uh, amazing hitters look foolish. and. Julio Rodriguez, that kid's going to be a superstar, and he's – I I love every bit of that kid. I, I feel bad that we'll never get to see him in the rest of this playoffs, but he's a daggone good baseball player. Yeah. And I look forward to this Mariners team in the future. Yeah. Reds West, you mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I know. I, I can't wait to see Luis Castillo pitch again. It's not going to happen until next year, but just man, he threw he threw two gem games and lost them both. Yeah, yep. Uh, Houston has been the best team really in baseball all year, pretty much. Uh, so no shame in that. Um, and they are uh, actually that game the the game one of the ALCS just got over and the, the Astros won four two. Um, so yeah, I mean that in was the San Diego. San Diego and Philadelphia are tied mm-hmm. at one to one after today. Yep. And speaking of that, in the ALD, NLDS, San Diego's got to have the best pitching, right? Left. Uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe Houston. Houston, right. maybe. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's between those two. I would Blake say. Snell, you Darvish. I mean, mm-hmm. Joe Musgrove. Yeah. That's three unbelievable pitchers right there. Um. Yeah. And then you've got Machado and you got Juan Soto. I mean, that was a huge pickup. That's them. insane. Juan Soto is my <clears> – that guy's so much fun to walk. He's very, When he very takes good. an outside pitch and he does that little Soto shuffle, I can't wait for one of my kids to start doing that. <laughs> it's going to start happening. If I were a baseball player and I saw that, I would watch a pitch that was close on that outside corner and do a little dance when he caught her the ball too. <laughs> I love that. The kids are going to start doing it, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Um, I was just thinking about what all the other coaches would say. Speaking of that, first base coach for our baseball team, uh, Randall James Witt, 
Happy 60th birthday tomorrow. Best youth baseball first base coach in the nation. Oh, by far. He Not was close. Not even close. Yeah. Um, he's, got the, he's got the plaques to prove it. 6 0. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 6 0 tomorrow. I'm going to give that boy a call. Mm-hmm. That old that old slime belly gutter snipe. I'm going to give him a call. Absolutely. Definitely do it. Um, the disappointment that the Braves and Dodgers are not playing for the NLCS is huge for me. Mm-hmm. I, I, I hate that. I mean, the Phillies and, and Padres are fine. I don't care about either one of those teams, to be honest with you. I just don't care. My son, my son is excited for San Diego. Mm-hmm. I have family in Pennsylvania that are Phillies fans. Mm. So I got a little, I got a little, I got a little stake in the game for this. I'll be watching. I'll still be watching that, even though it's probably going to be the least watched championship series in a while. Yeah. You wouldn't believe how I feel like I have one foot right now. This one's dead. (laughs) Is it? Totally dead. Can't feel it. Is it on the floor? Now it's on the floor. So I can't my, feel the, that. So if you're crossing your legs and you're a human being and you're crossing your legs and you start to feel a little tink, mm-hmm. you don't go right away and get it done and switch them up immediately? I think I usually do. I think I was just uh, sort of ignoring it. Oh, gotcha. The- <laughs> out of sight, out of mind, huh? Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, this, is the, this is the playoffs of podcasts. I, I got to be focused on this. All right. You got to play. You got to play hurt sometimes. Could you imagine Juan Soto sitting on the bench in an inning? crossing his legs and getting up to run out to the outfield going out to actually he looked like he had a dead leg today when the sun got in his eyes for a fly ball to right field and he couldn't find it did i ever tell you the story of when my foot fell asleep in coach Ira's class one time (laughs) (laughs) all right real quick i'm sorry coach shira no 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 we need this story coach shira uh was it accounting or uh yeah it was like personal finance it was personal finance it was a it was it was um there were guys that were older than me it was a it was a class where it was a class uh that uh all the guys in my class were let's just say lower level students sure that's how mine was okay yeah maybe, well, he, I, only, I took it, maybe he only talked i mean i was a c i was in c all level c was it level c or level Two, three I, I was all level three classes right level one was smart kids right? i thought it was level one and two they were the smart kids level one level twos i thought were were not there was four different errors you could be four yeah like one two three or four it was a b c or d something like that I thought it was just like one and two, and maybe they had some threes. I, anyway, because I, I was in French three my freshman year, and he only took French one and two students to continue on and take French four. Whatever. I'm so confused now. It doesn't matter. Anyway, so Coach Shira, uh, known as being one of the biggest hotheads of a of a of a teacher in at Moeller or Elder or wherever else he went afterwards, uh, multiple rumors of him uh, having his way with. Kid, not oh, that sounded bad. Throwing <laughs> kids, like throwing kids around when he got mad at them. Literally, uh, my favorite. So, so go ahead, go ahead. Tell me, I want to hear about your foot falling asleep in in crazy Coach Shira's class. Yeah, I, I want to say I was sleeping. Defensive coordinator at the time. Defensive coordinator at the time. I want to say I was sleeping. 
I, d- I mean, I don't, I, it wasn't like during, I think we like took a test and I got finished. You only I, ever did 10 minutes of class in his class. Yeah, that's that's all you ever did. Maybe it's we that. were just finished with class <laughs> yeah. and, I, and I just went to sleep for a little bit. Woke up uh, when the bell rang. Yeah. Uh, wiped the pool of slobber off the desk. <laughs> yep. And then got up and tried to walk out quickly because you get, like four minutes to walk to the other side of campus. And he was in the basement. He was in the basement. <laughs> I get up. I realize I can't feel my, my foot is totally asleep. <laughs> it feels like I don't have a foot. I want to say it was maybe my left, just like this one. I, I also, not only could I not feel it, I didn't have control over it. So every step I took, my foot went like this. Like it, it, <laughs> it turned to the side. Yeah. You broke your ankle every time you took a step. I did. <laughs> and so I start limping and I'm trying to like put my foot down just on the ground. It. And it's just automatically like going to like, I can't put it flat on the ground for some reason. It's that dead. Coach Shira sees this and starts cracking up. <laughs> he starts laughing so hard. And so I'm embarrassed and also laughing. Because I love the fun. fact that he's laughing at you. Any other kid that's taking that class is a wrestler, a football player, and they're, 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 have, oh my gosh. Okay. So Mr. Embarrassed, <laughs> it had to look really funny. Um, so he's cracking up. So I'm like, so I have to stop. I can't walk out into the hall. The halls are madness, right? <laughs> yeah. We're going between classes. I can't walk out in the hall like that. I can barely move. So I'm like shaking the old shaking foot, it, trying the to move stomp. it around. Yeah, it takes me like probably almost a full minute to get enough life back into it to be able to walk out of the classroom. And the whole time he is cracking up at me. Uh, it was just the weirdest. I will never forget that because it was the only time I've ever my foot's fallen asleep and I tried to step down and I I could like it was just like I just kept anything. doing that. It just I, it just like rolled over every time. The weirdest thing, the we- weirdest feeling. I love that, Coach Shira. Coach Shira is one of my favorite teachers I ever had. He he comes up into class one day on a Thursday. Okay, he comes to class on a Thursday and he walks in and he goes. <coughs> Boys, I think I might I feel cold coming on. Just to let you know. Got a boys trip this weekend. So uh <coughs> I think I'm gonna have to add, I think I feel, I feel cold. I might have a sick day tomorrow. Funniest thing, he fake coughed the entire time. And everybody knew it. He knew he was doing it. Like it was a fake cough the entire time. And he just kept doing it and talking about, yep, feel cold coming on. <laughs> yep, feel cold, <coughs> feel cold coming on. Like <laughs> you don't have to do that. Just call in. Call in sick one day, man. It was that was that's coach. I love that guy. He was awesome. He was an interesting fella. Yeah, uh, it was people funny. would try to like people would try to get him pissed off. Yep. There's our class too all the time. There's a kid I took I took with a couple wrestlers, and there was this one wrestler in particular that would purposely try to irritate him to get him to go off. And he would just when he snapped, he snapped. He never hit anybody or hurt anybody in class or anything, but he would lose his shit on somebody sorry pardon my language and he i'm saying he would you would talk about dropping f-bombs and this that and the other he did not hold back he let that kid know everything he thought about his wasted space and and uh uh mama's boy i think i wasn't a mama's boy what do you call him he called him probably something way worse it was way worse <laughs> it had to do with mom and dad you know giving him everything and he's never had to work for anything in his life and you're just a little pissant blah 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 it was oh boy 
Yeah, let let old boy, let old boy have it. He he'd give a lot of middle fingers. Oh close. yeah, oh yeah, he did a lot of that. Yeah, because yep. he knew guys were messing with him. Yep, yep. he just throw just it off. He'd be like, yep. <laughs> he'd like give yep. a little fake laugh and throw it up. Hey, talk right. He talked like this all the time. Because <laughs> all he did was yell on the sidelines, football. <laughs> so he always had a raspy voice. And he always looked, he was, face was always red. He always looked like he was about to, like his blood pressure was about to boil over. <laughs> yeah. God, is he alive still? I got, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he's still in teaching. The, room, the rumor was he got kicked out of Moeller. Yeah. He was a, he was a, he was a coach in Moeller and he got kicked out of there because he beat up some kid. And then there was a rumor that he threw some kid under the bleachers in the old gym when he was teaching gym <laughs> class. My year, somebody, they, somebody started talking about it. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, good old Coach Shower. Love that dude. He was uh, always awesome to me, so I don't care. <laughs> he was funny. Um, I'm sorry to get us off on that. Uh, I love I love sidetracking things for us. It's always fun. <laughs> it it fun. takes a it takes our 30 minute podcast an hour and a half to two hours every time. That's right. Uh, which which is fine. Uh, anyway, Adam doesn't get to sleep at night, but it's fine. <clears throat> no, no. I I mean you don't either. Anyway. The NLCS is tied at one. Astros are up 1-0 now on uh, on the Yankees. Um, I mean, it feels like the Astros are going to win that series even before this game because they, they've just been so good. If Verlander, if it goes long enough where Verlander can go twice, like if it goes four games, it has to go four games because they're at seven, seven, best of seven now. But um, so he'll probably pitch – he just pitched game one. He'll probably pitch game four. So in four games, you're getting the guy who was the best pitcher in baseball this year going uh, twice. And then I'm trying to think of – so they've got two other guys. They do this all the time. Great years. Oh, they, but, they do it all the time. You ever hear the guys, the announcers, when they start talking about – they're doing this with Garrett Cole the other day. So if he pitches today and if he goes – so then you got tomorrow will be so-and-so, and then there's an off day, right? And then they do it during the broadcast because baseball can be a little slow. So you can hear them trying to figure out the math on how many pitchers. Yeah, it's always fun to listen to. So I guess I'm hoping for uh, – I guess I'm hoping for Astros Padres at this point. You know? Yeah, uh, 100%, because I think, I think baseball wants Astros. But, oh, no, I think baseball wants – Aaron Judge in the World Series. Oh, yeah. Baseball is going to want Aaron Judge in the World Series this year. They're going to want – and out of the two teams in the National League, they're going to want um, – I mean, if they had – I mean, obviously, it's not up to them, but they got to play the game. But they would want San Diego, I would think, just because of uh, Juan Soto being such a big, big name. And they've, they've already tried to do a lot of branding with him already. And, and then you got the home run derby. Uh, they've been pushing him a lot. Mm. Yeah. Can you imagine if Fernando Tatis was still on this team, dude, or still eligible? They, they probably wouldn't be where they're at. I think they'd be worried. I think they probably wouldn't. wouldn't I don't mean that. I create that kid's an unbelievable <laughs> baseball player. Yeah, uh, it's weird though that the Phillies were not a good team to start the season, and then no. they, their manager got fired, and then. This new guy took over, uh, and and he's and been they Rob, went, Rob Thompson, yeah. his name. Um, and yeah, I mean they they just took off from there. They've been really good. I I think he signed like a two year deal, uh, recently, like a two year extension to to be the manager. Now they beat a they beat a good St. Louis Cardinals team in the yeah. wild card, um, and then they turned around and beat probably the best team 
in baseball at one point in time. In I mean, in the Braves. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, I mean, they're in the National League. Sorry. I mean, maybe not. Actually, I take that back. The Dodgers were the best team in the National League all year. Braves were second. The Braves though. were I mean, second. They had a great, especially second half. But uh, so it's weird to see. I think that's part of the part of the reason that it's hard to to get excited about the Phillies and Padres because the the Phillies started out bad. They were not a good team to start the season. Right. So it's like, all right, are they just kind of riding the hot streak right now? Is this really, are they really that good? Um, but they do. I mean, they've got Aaron Nola. They've got, they've got a few pretty nice pitchers in the, on the staff and, you know, people, people like watching Bryce Harper sometimes, I guess. And, we got Nick Castellanos so we can keep track of yep, Bryce guy. Harper, who a lot of people can't stand, but uh, uh, a lot of people also like he's and he is hitting the cover off the ball in the playoffs. Yeah, he's doing what the best player in your team sh- should do. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I guess that's it. We, we've got that's an update of where we're at in, in the playoffs. And we'll do that again next week. And there's a chance, I guess, that we could have one or both world series right uh teams yeah there's a chance we could have one i believe oh, yeah no we probably will i mean we've already got there's already two games down let me get back over to that you're already two games down there so uh let's see you have game they're off so national league's off tomorrow and they're back at it friday game three will be on friday and then game three i'm sorry game two for them will be so that'd be game four Game five, game six, absolutely. Game seven to be on Tuesday. So we will, no matter what. Sorry, game seven of Yankees uh, Houston would be on Wednesday. So there is a there is a very good chance that we could have both teams. But if Yankees uh, Astros goes seven games, then we'll have to wait until that night. But that would be great. If that that would be a great, that's gonna be a good series anyway. To see that go seven games would be fun. Yeah, absolutely. All right. That's baseball for now. Um, Let's jump real quick and get this thing done. Our NFL picks. We do it every week. Pick three games against the spread. The spread we use from the ESPN app for whatever reason uh, on Wednesday. I feel like we say that every time. I know. We just got to let people know. And then it's almost like, oh, yeah, we're using the spread from the NFL, from ESPN app. Like, like that's a bad thing. I don't know. It's no big deal. Yeah, everybody's about the same anyway. I mean, we, we 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 record on Wednesdays, so we can't. We have to go somewhere. We've got to get it from somewhere, and, and we both have an ESPN app. So there it is. We both have an ESPN app. Yeah, I do not have the NFL app. <laughs> I don't know if the NFL has spreads on it. There you go. Um, okay, so let's talk about last week. Last week, oh, here we go. Last, <laughs> this is always me. Like a drum, I know I got one. I know I got one. You know you got one, and that is what you got. One and two. You're one and two, and I finally had one week where I beat you. I was two and one. I didn't get – it was an opportunity. I could have picked up a couple of games there, but I got one game. So that's four and 11 on the year for me, and that's six and nine. I'm still two. I picked up a game, and I'm still a couple games back from you. But uh, – Okay. Okay. Here we go, week seven. Week seven, let's go. All right. Um, well, you you know, you're you're behind still, so run them off, bub. Oh man, the Giants uh, have been uh, surprisingly good this year, and they're at Jacksonville. Jacksonville is a three-point favorite in this game. I'm going with the Giants to win that game in Jacksonville. Wow. Um, 
move on to the Jags, who started off two and zero and have lost four straight. Right, yep. if I'm not mistaken, I still, could be mistaken. Still, uh, still a, a favorite though. They're not a bad team. They're a good team, man. Go from Jacksonville on up to Carolina, where the Panthers are uh, an eleven point underdog at home to Tampa Bay. Ooh, Tampa Bay's not been a dominant team. I mean, they're not. They haven't been. They haven't been that great. You expect them to be great because of Tom Brady and because they won a Super Bowl two years ago or whatever. And it, uh, you expect them to be a lot better than they have been, in my opinion, so far this year. <clears throat> now, who's the uh, quarterback for Carolina Panthers? Do you know? Yeah, it's. Uh, no, I don't know. Cam Newton. They started the year with Cam Baker Newton, Mayfield and uh, uh, Sam Darnold, and now they've got uh, P.J. Walker and uh, who's this feller? Jacob Eason slinging the rock for him. Slinging the rock. How about that? <laughs> um, they suck, by boy, the way. That's going to make this pick look bad. I'm taking Carolina to <laughs> – <laughs> All you need is how many points? How many points? It's 11. It's 11. 11. That's a big number. Big number in there. Big at home. number. That's yeah, why take that home dog, brother. You got to take at least one. I'm taking it. Yep. Take at least one. Tom Brady's over there yelling at his at his bench. Did you, did you hear him on I his bench telling his uh telling his linebackers or his linebackers telling his linemen I didn't leave my wife to lose to Kenny F and Pickett. Wait, did he really <laughs> say that? Uh I was listening to it and I mean it's in the background. Like there's no, not a microphone on him, but it's like, he's in the distance, you know? And I mean, you could make it sound that way in your head. I don't know what he really said. Can't, I couldn't tell you what he really said, but if you try to make, like if in your head, like I saw the line that said, I didn't leave my wife to lose in the second half to Kenny F and Pickett, And that's the headline I read. And then I watched the video and I listened for it, but I was listening specifically for that. You know how that works? Like the, you know, you're going to hear what you want to hear if yeah. you want to hear it. That's right. Yeah, I saw it on, I think, Twitter, and I saw the somebody wrote that as, like, the quote. Yeah. But I didn't hear the the audio. I listened to it. it, like, six times. I wanted, right? I wanted to hear it so bad. He definitely he definitely says Kenny Pickett, for sure. Gotcha. Ten, gotcha. Ten, is that his name, Kenny Pickett? How, how does, yeah, how, do, how does uh, he feel when he hears that? He's a rookie quarterback that is on a terrible team. And but the my, GOAT's talking about a rookie. He's yeah. probably going, yeah, he's probably right. You're <laughs> supposed to be one of the best teams in the NFL. We're supposed to be one of the worst. Or yeah. or if he's Tom Brady-esque, he hears that and he can't wait to face Tom Brady again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess we'll find out at some point. Probably not. I think this is Tom Brady's last year. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe uh, not. I don't have a wife to go home to now. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, now he's got plenty of time. Um, so does he get half her money? Because she may, she's she's more rich than he yeah, is. She makes way more money than him. Um, I don't know. I don't know how that works. Either way, both are going to be fine. They got some prenups going. They're going to be all right. Sure. Um, yeah, but he's got to start dating again at 40. Well, that's not going to be a problem. You think that'd be a bother for him? Uh, no, it's going to be fine. It's probably going to be the best thing uh, for him. So I mean, does does he turn into excited. a, does Tom Brady, when Tom Brady gets his divorce, does he turn into like a George Clooney, like that old dude who's like the good looking guy, or is he like a Leo Di, Leonardo DiCaprio where he's still, he's the older guy, but 
he doesn't date anyone that ever gets over the age of 24. <laughs> yeah. They, I read this thing, Leonardo DiCaprio, like when uh, his girlfriends turn 23 or 24, they break up. Like yeah. He breaks up with them. Yep. I've heard that too. Uh, Tom Brady can do either one that he wants. Yeah. He can do anything he wants. Lucky boy. It's Tom Brady. Um, all right. So we went from Jacksonville up north, up the coast of Carolina, go all the way up the coast. Nope. Sorry. Sorry. Actually cross the country and then go up the coast to Denver. Oh, okay. To Denver. So the New York football jets, which I was why I was thinking we were going up there. hotter than firecrackers as well. Another New York team. That's always terrible. That somehow is good this year. Sauce. Because, they got the yeah. sauce, baby. You see him with his, what did you think about sauce Gardner walking out on the field after beating the Packers with a cheese head on? Did he? I didn't see that. Oh my gosh. He's like holding his hands out. He's looking at the crowd, got a cheese head in. And as he's walking away, uh, the wide receiver for uh, Green Bay, Lazard, I believe is his name, runs over and smacks it off his head. So they're in Green Bay? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a stupid move on his part then. Stupid move. He might the be the greatest. He might be the greatest cornerback to ever live. I agree. Yeah, he's already one of the best, maybe the best in the NFL. He's probably one of the two best in the NFL. Statistically but he's, already. Yes, and he's going to be like, I mean, he, that's insane. He, he could possibly go down as the greatest ever. He didn't give up a touchdown in his college career. Yeah. That's yeah. insane. Incredible. Uh, okay, the Jets are a one-point underdog in Denver. I'm taking the Jets. I think the Jets are going to win that game I like in, it. in Denver. I like it. So I've got the Giants, the Panthers, and the Jets. All right, so I'm going to go on and do mine. You know I don't like to take the Bengals, but the Bengals are home, and I have not seen them play like the way they played that second half since playoffs last year, and they looked good. Joe Burrow is just came, was out talking to Colin Cowherd last, last week and was saying he is just now getting into the workout routine that he had pre-surgery with the appendectomy. So he's back into his rhythm, and boy, oh boy, was he in rhythm in the second half of last week's game because they needed it because they are down every week. Cardiac cats are back, man. They are always down, and they got to make a comeback, but old Joey B loves it. Um, I'm taking – I think this is a little easier game. I'm taking, I'm taking the Bengals minus six and a half at home Okay, uh, against the Falcons. Uh, and then let's see here. As I stare at this, I start thinking about what we have going on in the NFL. And there's a lot of parody in the NFL these days. Um, you no longer have any, un- you don't have any undefeated teams. Uh, I was noticing this. Everybody's three and three, two and four, four and two. Yep. Everybody, everybody has at least two losses, unless you're the Texans. You have one tie. Um, who did they tie? Oh, the Colts. Okay, so as I look through this uh, and I decide who I'm going to take, I'm going to take a spin down to uh, down to Miami. <clears throat> and they are playing the Steelers, and I don't like anything about either of those games, so I'm not going to pick that game at all. But the 49ers and Chiefs, now this game intrigues me. Yeah. This game intrigues me. 49ers just came out with a – uh, an absolute blowout. I took them as one of my games last week, and they got the brakes beat off of them. Um, 
I'm trying to find that game from last week to tell you how bad it was, but I can't seem to find it. It was an early game. There it is, 28-14 to the Falcons, who are not that good. Yeah. Um, but they're playing the Chiefs, who just came off a loss, a really good game, a loss to probably the best team in the NFL in the Buffalo Bills. And I am going to who, – who I do apologize because the Buffalo Bills, um, they only have one loss. But I believe they have a bye week this week. That's why I don't see it on here. Yeah. Um, this is a whole lot of talking because I don't. I didn't prepare. So I'm going to take the Chiefs minus two and a half to come out. Um, that was a big game for them that they lost. Uh, they're on the road in San Francisco, but I don't think it matters. Jimmy G is probably going to be a high. I like to see a high-scoring game in this game, but I think the Chiefs win. I think the Chiefs need a big comeback here. Okay. You got the Bengals and Chiefs so far. Oh, I didn't pick a third one. Oh, I thought I picked mm-hmm. one in between. I just talked about a bunch. You said talk um, myself out of um, a bunch of stuff. Talked about the games. You're like, okay. I'm not touching those things. <laughs> well, I like to take a road dog. So let's find a road dog that looks good to me. Uh, let's see here. The road dog, Jesse James. Uh, the badass Billy Gunn. The new age outlaws. I love when we get a little WWE mixed into the mixed into the podcast. I wish we did more WWE. Um, here we go. I'm not taking the commanders. They're a road dog. I'm not taking the Panthers. They're a road dog. Sorry about your, about your take there. Uh, that's it. Everybody else. Oh no, no. Yeah. The 49ers. Obviously I can't take two of the same. All right. So I guess I'm not, let's go to, you know what? Let's just do this. You took the Jags. I'm taking the Giants. No, that's not how it works. Is that what you took? Who'd you take? I took the Giants. Yep. You took the Giants? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, then I'm taking the Jaguars. Okay. I'll switch it up. There you go. All right. So Jacksonville's three uh, minus three. You have them. All right. Okay. That's NFL picks. Ooh, that was a struggle. Week seven. <laughs> I mean, you know, you got to think, think through them. You don't want to just hastily throw something together and sure <clears throat> um all right on to if you can if you're watching on youtube you see my shirt it's the indiana pacers they're not going to be good this year but they play in my favorite league and that's the national basketball association and uh we're gonna just going to talk a minute about who we who we like who we think is going to make uh, maybe be the conference champs, and then um, and then who we think are, is going to win the championship this year? All right, you want to give us a start off on this, brother? Let's do it. Sure. I mean, we did get to see a fun matchup. Uh, yeah, let's talk about that. Night. So last night, Steph Curry uh, and and the Golden State Warriors hung the banner, and they were cooking. Man, uh, they came out. They they did what they do in the third quarter, which is score as many points as anybody can score in the third quarter. They've, I think in the last two or three years, not two years, but last year for sure, they scored more points than any team in the third quarter in all of the NBA, and it was not even close. And they did the same thing and jumped out to a big lead. Um, and the Lakers go down. We talked about it earlier. LeBron and AD were both out there. You even had your boy, um, Suge Knight, Suge Knight, huh? That's what I came up with. Suge Knight. Russell, Russell Wilson or Suge Knight. I don't Russell, even know. Where, where did Wilson. I come up with Suge Knight from? Where did Russell, from? Russell Wilson, who uh, plays for the – who's a point guard for the Lakers, uh, 
and another point guard for the Lakers at one time was Kevin Nash. <laughs> I'll never live that. I'll never live Steve Nash down. Speaking of Steve WWE. Nash, Kevin Nash. Never live it down on this podcast. Uh, go back. It's happened many, many times. Every yeah. time we talk about the Brooklyn Nets over the past few over the past year, I've called Steve Nash, Kevin Nash at least 10 times. <laughs> and then you just called Russell Westbrook, Russell Wilson. Um, Did I just do that too? On top of calling him Suge Knight? Yeah. Holy cow. <laughs> Dude, I've called Ru- I called Russell Westbrook, Russell Wilson, and Suge Knight all in the same segment. Oh, wait, maybe if Suge Knight and Russell Wilson had a baby together, it would be Russell Westbrook. Maybe. There you go. Um, oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, man, my I haven't even had anything to drink today. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, so so the Lakers, the Warriors. Warriors won that game. I only saw the – I saw the ring ceremony and then the first half. Um, apparently, so – Stat-wise, looked like AD and LeBron both had decent games. Yep. Um, I think Westbrook even had a double-double. Mm-hmm. Um, how did they look, though? I didn't watch the entire game. I watched a lot of the – I watched a lot of the uh, highlights uh, this morning. But, you know, it, it looked like they played a team that was better than them. And it almost looked like they weren't 100% in it. They've got three guys that can score – and they know they can score, and they took a lot of shots, but they just looked a little slow. They looked a little slow. Was that not the what? Ha, what a lot of people were saying last year? It just didn't look like they were into it. They it's exactly right. And when they did get out and run, they went on a ten zero run to come back to get back in the game in the third quarter to start the third quarter off. I want to say they went on like a ten zero run, and then proceeded to get beat by like fifteen in the third quarter. You you have the horses to get out and run. Even those guys are getting longer in the tooth and everything. LeBron Dude, and LeBron, Russ. LeBron but those guys running up and down still, the court. You still can't stop him. Exactly. Same with Russell Westbrook. Yep. When he wants to go as hard as he can all the way down the floor, he's getting to the rim. Yes. Before you can cross half court sometimes. Yeah. Uh and if they're running together, I mean that's you're not gonna stop that. So when they get out, I mean, hopefully they do more of that and try to get as much in transition as they can. That a lot of times transition will get you open threes too, uh, or just open looks in general. And if they can do that, I don't even, I still don't know that they have like shooters around them. Like they, this team's going to look different by mm-hmm. Christmas, probably. This team's going to look different by Christmas. They, they just, you can't play with the three they have, and that's it. I mean, and, and they're going to need some – they're going to need a lot more pieces. They're all getting – AD's not even old. AD's a young. Yeah. But He's Russ – 30 maybe or something. Maybe. He may not even be 30. Yeah. But anyway, I don't – we don't even need to talk about the Lakers. The Lakers – I, I that's You talk about too. the Lakers just because they're polarizing, and LeBron's there, right? So you automatically say it's a LeBron James team. Well, then you're going to talk about them. Because for nine straight years, he went to the finals. <laughs> right. So, but because of last year, you don't know that you can trust them. You don't know what you're going to get out of this team because mm-hmm. of last year, because of already some stuff with Westbrook. If you saw one of the last uh, one of the last preseason games where he was frustrated and, and there was a foul, Patrick Beverly was trying to get the guys all to come, to come in to huddle together, and everybody did except Russ. And he just stood a couple feet away and ignored everybody and would and they're like all calling his name, Russ, come here, come here, come here, come here. 
and he wouldn't even acknowledge him. Wouldn't even acknowledge him. Stay went to the stand on the free throw line or stand on one of the on the side. That was a really bad look already. He was too frustrated to get together and talk with his teammates or to even go over and just pretend like he's listening. Yep, that's what most of them do anyway. They just walk yeah. over there, they stare at there, and then they go two, three, go. And then they walk out. But how weird is it just for that team? Like the fact that they picked up Patrick Beverly, who is most the biggest fight he gets in fights all the time, but the biggest one that he's known for is all the stuff with Russell Westbrook that went down. Yeah. And now they throw those two on a team together. Is that maybe a slap in the face to a man like Russell Westbrook? Like we don't give a sh- we could care less if this is your arch nemesis. I don't think so. I it shouldn't be taken that way. It's, they had a he had a really funny story about it. Did you hear the the, uh, we read Patrick it here. Beverly. Oh, we, we did read, read it, it here. That's right. Yeah. You read it. You're the one that told it to me. <laughs> having, having lunch on a yacht or something. Like yeah. I mean, they just brought the wine, baby. Yeah. <laughs> What's funny? Uh, so kind of some weird stuff already going on there. I mean, people have been talking about Russ leaving and them getting rid of him for a year. Um, let's forget about the Lakers for now. In the West, you have – who do you have? In the West, the best teams you have are going to be. You've uh, got Dallas, Golden State, Golden State. Obviously, you've got uh, Phoenix. Yep. You've got uh, the team that a lot of people were talking about maybe making the finals this Memphis, year. Memphis, Los Angeles Clippers. Really, the Clippers, huh? The Clippers, because Kawhi are they fully back? healthy. I think they're fully healthy. That's the whole thing. If they're fully healthy and they've got. Uh, Paul George, a healthy Paul George and a healthy Kawhi Leonard, then yeah. But I need to see those guys play. There's too many injuries. You know, when it's when it's out out here and there for the first couple times when they're when they're out there, then you know, in their early in their career, then it's like all right, they're gonna they come back, they come back. It's constant now. Like they, those two seem to always be hurt mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form. It's like Anthony Davis, where it's like, okay, now you just gotta you gotta come out and show me that you can still play. Now I don't I can't, I'm not just gonna say because Paul George and Kawhi Leonard are on the same team, that that team's got to be good because of the way they play defense and, and how they can each get their own shots when they need to and can and can distribute the ball and they play defense. Like I said, I I I, I got to see it now though. This you got they're getting older, and I, I I'm not 100 percent in. I'm not saying they can't be, but I, I agree. Yeah, I think they might have a a, a decent bench too. So. Maybe that's why people are talking about that. I'm, I'm with you, though. I, I, I need to see it. I need to see it over a, a good period of time, over most of the season. Um, so, anyway, you know, between Memphis, Dallas, the Clippers, Phoenix, and Golden State, those are probably the top. Maybe throw Denver in there. Um, those are the top teams, I think. In any one of those teams. Now, it seems to me like, you know, either people are picking – the Clippers or Golden State. A lot of people are still picking Golden State to, to win the West again. Um, totally legit. So I think until somebody figures out how to beat them again, I think I go Golden State in the West. Anybody new for you? There's no, I mean, they're the obvious favorite, and they are, like I said, they might be better now than they were last year. I mean, Jordan Poole's no longer a rookie. Wasn't he a rookie last year? or second-year players. Second, I mean, he was very yeah. young on last year's team. Uh, he's another year older. He's also a black guy in, you know. He's, he's getting to know his, his bruiser out there on the court in Draymond Green. Um, Clay and Steph 
When was the last time Clay healthy? Clay healthy. Clay Thompson was healthy for a full year. Clay healthy. Yeah. I can't three, say. four years ago. Yeah. That he was healthy for a full season. Yeah. And they get him and Steph for an entire year. Draymond is just can do Draymond does his Draymond thing where he facilitates the ball very well and he and he keeps the energy going the right way, hopefully, most of the time. And and then you've got Jordan Poole, who has proven to be a really good point guard when he's in there. They they they're they've got Wiseman off comes off the bench. They've got John Wiggins Kaminga. off Wiggins. the bench. I mean, this team's insanely good. Wiggins I don't know who how probably they can do it. Wiggins, who probably should have been the MVP of the finals last year. Could he was been. could have been. He was the number one overall pick. Wiseman was a number one. Was Wiseman a number one overall pick or he was a lottery pick? He I know that. Yeah. But they've got so many. They've got young. You're seeing a youth movement in Golden State. And yet the three best players on that team are still Steph, Clay, and Draymond are the core, right? So it's like you're seeing the old move in while the young. The old move out while the young move in, and it's happening at the same time. This team is insane. Yeah. I I cannot imagine another team beating this team. Okay. As long as they stay healthy, there's always the caveat, right? Of course. As long as they stay healthy. You've got a seven – they've got a seven-footer that can run, that can run the floor. Wiseman can get up and down. Right? Wiseman, he's – that kid's good. Yeah. I, lo- I love that team. I, I think they're – it's insane how good they are. Yep. Parker will probably have a Steph Curry shirt this year. I'm nice. gonna, he's gonna have to go Steph this year. Nice, love it. He's got Giannis, He's got his Giannis Antetokounmpo basketball shoes. And I asked him what kind of shoes he wanted for basketball season. He said he wants another pair of Giannis's. So probably gonna Good, go with man. some Giannis. Good man. And speaking of that, we jump right into the East. There, to me, it's Milwaukee and maybe Boston in this in the very top tier. Sure. And then I think right below that, I think you have Brooklyn, maybe. Brooklyn should be there. I mean, just because of the team they have. I mean, Brooklyn has the potential to be in that top tier. But once again, you got a lot of a lot of egos and a lot of injury prone people and a lot of head 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 injury people. I don't want that's not the right way to say it. A lot of mental mentally uh, uh, injured people. <laughs> mentally injured yeah i mean you've got there's a lot going on in brooklyn and i don't know i don't know and and steve nash may be the guy to finally bring it all together but uh we'll see i yeah. don't i just, I, you, I i hate the unknown with that i know i, I that mean that should be that should that should have been a uh, what do you call it when a team wins for a long time and, and dynasty a dynasty that should have been a dynasty it seems like it, although Kevin Durant doesn't really want to stay around too long anywhere, it seems. Uh, I mean, he was in Oklahoma City, but after since then, three, four years, he's out. Yeah, yeah, um, which is fine. That's okay. But what about Cleveland? Cleveland's going to be good. I don't I, – I need to see them take the next step. I need to see them beat one of these top-tier teams in the playoffs so to know that they're – I love that Garland kid. Um, Yeah. All right. Uh, Let's see. Donovan Mitchell now, too. Donovan Mitchell. That's where Donovan Mitchell went. Right. I mean, that's going to be a good team. Um, What about the 76ers? The Sixers are in that next next year, too. Joel Embiid and and James Harden. And And probably Miami is right there, too. I think the Sixers, Miami, Brooklyn. 
they are they are my they're probably my favorite team to watch if i was going to have a kid watch an nba game and try to learn something from it i would have them watch miami because they play all over the they play well on both ends of the court they're well coached they play defense yeah i mean jimmy butler is jimmy butler's going to make sure that team shows up absolutely yeah uh and that's it. So, and then just on the outside of that, I think a team that's going to take the next step this year is Atlanta. I think the Hawks are a really They're talented always team. right. They're always a team that you think is going to take the next step and they just stay right there in that seven, eight, just out. They, they added another all-star in the offseason, though, at least potential all-star. I can't, he might've, he might've been an all-star last year. Maybe not. Maybe just missed it. DeJounte Murray, who was, the best player in San Antonio for the last three years. Where? San Antonio still had an NBA team? San Antonio. I don't want to talk about it too much. <laughs> but they're going to be the worst team in the league. <laughs> Again. Uh, <yeah>. Again. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. I mean, you know, you have Orlando and yeah, you have uh, oh, gosh, Washington. Race for the yeah. bottom, baby. Race yeah. for the bottom. Anyway, the Pacers are going to be really bad. Um, but so to me, I'm looking at Milwaukee still. I'm looking at Milwaukee with a, a good three, four, five teams that could get there, that could possibly take that step and, and, and get to the finals this year. Miami just did a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Brooklyn has a talent, obviously. The Sixers, I don't know. I just, they, that's a team that has had had the team in place. It seemed for the last three, four years, there was, there's been some changes and James Harden is there. He's going to be there a full year this year, but the way they play, it's still kind of, I don't, I don't want to see them either go Harden one-on-one or Embiid one-on-one. I, I, I need to see something different than that. If they play that way all year, I think they can win a bunch of games, but I don't think they're going to be good enough to not in the playoffs. You can't win like that in the playoffs. It's been proven many times. So teams win in the playoffs. Yeah. Yep. And you got to be able to play defense. They're going to have to be a better defensive team. And they've got some really good defenders on that team. Um, so they're going to have to be at the top, at the top of the league defensively, and they're going to have to play together and, and, and figure something out on offense, except for, Okay, give it to Embiid. He probably gets doubled. Uh, so get it back to Harden, and he either shoots a step back three or he he took a shot last night, yesterday. I don't know whenever they played. He took a shot where he tried to drive, stumbled, ran into the guy. The guy jumps back. He takes a step back. Guy jumps back at him, gives him a little chest bump, and he's got to throw it up at the buzzer and makes it to beat the shot clock. And yeah. it's like those shots are the reason he thinks he can do whatever he wants. I don't even know that he was looking at the basket when he let go of the ball. Maybe not. Um, by the way, there was – just before I came over here, I saw this from last night's game. He drew a flagrant one foul on Al Horford. It's We've been talking about this for a couple of years. The flagrant fouls in the NBA now are – Common fouls. They're just regular fouls. Al Horford, so so last year or the year before, they put the whole thing in with you can't yep. land under a guy's feet. Yep. First of all, 
it's hard to do that when you are closing out and trying to to it was put out there was one guy specifically that did it to Steph like three times in one game. And I feel like that was the one that made it happen because Steph Curry twisted his ankle and and that was that was like the end of it. Yeah. Yeah. And they were talking about it since uh Zaza Pachulia came under uh uh Kawhi Leonard in his last his second last year, something like that in San Antonio, when they still had a good enough team to win a championship, he yeah. went out and and they lost either that series or the next series or whatever. Um, and everybody was talking about Zaza Pachulia being this dirty player and stuff after that. You are trying to go get out on a guy. Yes, you should do everything you can to not land under a guy. And that's a foul. But he landed like he went out and contested the shot and landed like kind of on the side in, in, in front of James Harden and Harden shot the ball and his foot came down a little out in front of where it normally would. And it just kind of like the toe kind of like touched the toe of Horford. It almost looked like, and they caught, and he, you know, went down to the floor Harden mm-hmm. just kind of threw himself to the floor and they called a flagrant one on a, can't they go back and look at those? I, I thought the flagrants, did. they went back and looked I at I think them. they did. Wow. It, it, it's, I can't do another season of that. It's going to happen though. I mean, we don't have a choice. It's, boy. So, so who do you got in the East? Milwaukee. Milwaukee. So we both take Golden State, right? Yeah. I'll switch it up. Let's go. Uh, I'll go somebody different in the East. Uh, you're going to take Milwaukee. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go Miami. I, that Miami team's too good. I'm going Miami. They've proven it before, so I'm going back to Miami. Okay, but Golden nobody can beat Golden State. That team's in. That's, so Golden State wins the championship. I would love to see Golden State and um, Dallas in the that conference finals. I would love to see Luca get that far and kind of feel that, get that taste, and really take a team because I love Luca. I love that kid. He is. Really, really fun to watch. He's been a lot of guy, a lot of people's picks for MVP this year. Yeah, this might be the year that he. I hope he, he does it. it. He's really good. Yeah. Um. All right. So there you go. There's the NBA. All I right. Guess we, we're both saying no. I'm saying Milwaukee's winning the championship. Really? Oh, I'm taking Golden State. No, okay. they can't be beat. As long as they're healthy, they can't be beat. They're the best. They're not even. There's no one. Their depth. There's. I mean, they can do it all. Yeah. Yes. I'm with you. All right, that brings us to uh, what's next? Mount Rushmore, mm-hmm. Mount Rushmore of sports fights. Adam, I got to tell you, I uh, first thing I thought of was, how do you judge this? This is the Mount Rushmore, so usually that's your favorite or the best. Uh, I mean, any fight is not always never a good thing, right? If right. there's a fight, it's not a good thing. So how? D- so I decided to make this most memorable for me. Okay. Fights is how I did it. Yeah. Uh, I did not take a single football fight because if you punch somebody in the helmet, that's not a fight. That's just stupid. Yeah. That's, yeah. I agree with you. So I, if you're dumb enough to hit somebody in the head, I, I, why do, why do NFL players do that? What if you, how many times again? It's, it happens twice a game. Somebody smacks somebody in the head trying to get a fight. What if you, what if you are precise enough to get through the face mask? Uh, you lose. There's no chance. I feel like it's happened. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. 
I bet. I bet there's been some eye poking and some eye gouging. Some eye you know, uh, Bill Romanowski, you know, mm, yeah. he probably tried to gouge your eye out if he was down there. Maybe pick your boogers, try to get all the way up in your brain through your That's nostril. Disgusting. Yeah, Bill Romanowski's a nasty man. I heard one time he peed while he was at the bottom of a pile. Oh, God. Just started peeing. Well, that's, well, <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know what to say about that. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right. So, sports fights, Adam, I'm going to let you start on the sports fights. Who, right. What's your Mount Rushmore of sports fights? This was too hard. I, I it was, it was a bad choice for uh, Mount Rushmore, but. Um, I'm going to do a couple fun ones I like in the it. beginning yeah. here. All right, let's do some fun ones. One is, and this kind of goes along with what you said. This is going to be the most, some of the most memorable ones, really. Um, it's hard not to think of Robin Ventura versus Nolan Ryan. It's on mine. You know? I've got it. It's, it's kind of fun. And, and what's kind of fun about it is you got to love Nolan Ryan. It's hard not to love Pitchers that guy. Pitchers never win fights. Right. But... And- and and what's even more amazing about it? So it's the one. If you've never seen it, I don't know. You didn't. You, you, you haven't. Didn't. You're two years old, maybe, or yeah. something, or less. Yeah. Um, he hits Robin Ventura. Maybe on purpose. I don't know. Uh, Robin Ventura charges the mound right away. Immediately. Right away. And he <laughs> he gets out there, and I guess he's going down to kind of almost tackle or wrap him up. Uh, rap Nolan Ryan. First up. off, Nolan Ryan lost his glove like immediately and was like ready for. He's like, "Come on, baby, let's go." He did not move. There's no backing up. And my favorite thing about this whole thing is, I believe I didn't look it up, but I believe Nolan Ryan was in his 40s yes. at that point. Yeah, and Robin Ventura was probably in his 20s still, probably. So there may have been almost a two decade difference between these guys. Nolan Ryan gets him in a headlock, like wraps his head up and just starts going with his left hand and with his right hand just 100 mile an hour fastballs right to his dome hammering away now (laughs) it it looked like nolan ryan definitely won that fight because of how that went i was thinking about it and these punches his head's here and the punches here you can't come back very far he got some clean punches in maybe but they couldn't have been that hard you know what I mean? It doesn't matter. He it was the fact that he made Robin Ventura look like a child. Look silly. Yeah, you're right. That's you're what right. it was all about. That was kind of funny, and it was it was just cool to see an older guy. If you got all four, if you have guy. all four of the same ones as me, there's no way you have all four. I don't think. Probably. That's a good start. That's no, a good start. I definitely don't. I have guarantee all four. we've got two that at least two that are the same. Um. Yeah. I mean, sports definitely. fights. The, there's one sports fight that is without a doubt the number one. Let's just talk about that one next, and that's Malice at the Palace. Malice at the Palace has to be. Uh, Pacers versus Pistons, uh, you know, end of a blowout or whatever, I think. And and there was uh, Ron Artest and Ben Wallace. Of course, Ron, Ron Artest is involved. A foul at the end of the game. Ben Wallace didn't like it, went after him. Uh, there was a, a little melee, a little skirmish or whatever. And then Ron Artest lays down on the – because he was, he had like some brain stuff. He, uh, yeah, I think, he, yeah, he, yeah, he's got some bipolar and some other. He's got probably three or four of them. He's, he's got probably three got or four little, of them. Got a little touch of this, a little touch of that. <laughs> he's got a few touches of stuff. But so he lays down on the scorers' table as they're sorting this out. You know, a little 
showing off a little yeah. being silly a little taunt maybe even a little taunting or something just uh, just being a goofball and some bozo from the stands throws a beer from 10 rows up or whatever beer hits him good throw by the way that's pretty accurate uh, <laughs> uh nobody likes to have beer thrown on him of course he does he he breaks the cardinal sin and that is going into the stands a player going into the stands you don't want to do that for your safety because you don't know who's in the stands you don't know what they've got going on way more fans than there are players way more fans they've got their keys in their pocket you're somewhere else you're on the road jack that's right that's right so he go he runs into the stands ends up grabbing and beating up the wrong guy uh the one that didn't the guy that did not throw the beer so he starts wailing on this guy that was next to the guy. And those something. were talking about Nolan Ryan getting in some uh, small punches. These were haymakers. They were haymakers. I don't know if he really landed. A he landed one. one. There's it? one that looks like I. Th- I feel like there's one that looks like he landed. Okay, but the so, one who really got him in was uh, Stephen Jackson. Yeah, Stephen yeah. Jackson got a couple clean blows another guy that if, if this is going to happen to anybody you're you're not surprised that it's steven jackson well first off if if this is going to happen to somebody steven jackson's the dude you want on your team sure if this is going to happen to you because he ain't go like he ain't standing for it yep uh so anyway those two are in the stands excuse me sorry <laughs> They're just fighting people and, and people start coming in. And at first I think trying to like grab run our test and stop him. And he's just going nuts. So other people would start jumping in and just start trying to hit <laughs> fight, run our test. Somebody else throws a beer on him from like point blank metal world piece. It's a, Oh, you're right. My bad. Uh, and so the whole, it's a really bad thing. I think a couple other players went up there um, who was it? What, uh, um, Jermaine O'Neal. Was Jermaine O'Neal, the guy was walking onto the court or yeah. whatever, and, and he he kind of just punched. Yeah, I I punch or trying to get just basically get him out way, get away. Yeah, uh, really, really bad thing. The whole thing was really bad. It was you know like Fa- one of the worst. Ones. My favorite story is um, Stephen Jackson is on a podcast or he's on something, and he says. He says afterwards, him and Ron Artest and somebody else, it was Jermaine O'Neal or somebody, are sitting back in the locker room. And Ron Artest looks at him and goes, man, you think we're going to get in trouble for this? Yeah. <laughs> Stephen Jackson's like, man, we may never play basketball again after this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there was a really good documentary on uh, yeah. on Netflix about it. Yep. Um, and it was really cool because Jermaine O'Neal, Jermaine O'Neal did that whole thing, if I'm not mistaken. He may have been part of, and uh, and it was all about being able to clear your name, kind of like he became. He was known as a, as a as a bad guy for a while, right? And and Jermaine O'Neal's a really nice guy and a good human being. He just you know got mixed up in the wrong thing there, but being able to tell their side of the story was kind of you know you get to see both sides and 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 the NBA side and the fan side and you really get to see how so much. Uh, uh, stupidity that started it um, from both sides and, and how, you know, these guys were blacklisted, you know, Jermaine O'Neal was almost like blacklisted. I mean, he still played basketball, but he never, it was, he, you know, like he said, he was becoming one of the better players and he was young and, and he just 
And it was almost like people wouldn't give him his time of day, wouldn't give him his respect. And he, he blames a lot of it on that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. If you have never seen that documentary, check it out. I think it's called Malice at the Palace. Yeah. It's, it's called Malice. Yeah. Um, it's last year, two years ago, it was during the, it was during COVID yeah. that it came out. Just re- yeah. Not too long ago. Um, I'm going to stay in basketball and just, this is, this is sort of just a you fun, uh, heat Knicks 98 playoffs. You so have, this is, uh, this is, uh, Hardaway's playing for Miami at this point. Tim Hardaway's playing there. Yeah. Um, you have the year before Alonzo, Alonzo morning, the year before 97, they met in the playoffs and they, they had a big fight there too. Okay. Uh, they were two of the best teams at the time. They were they were two, uh, let's say uh, tough teams. Tough teams, yeah. yeah. Um, Those Knicks teams were all known for that with John Starks and right Patrick Ewing, yeah. And, and, and yeah, so this was there were you know some some little dust ups I think throughout the game, but then there was a play that a shot went up. Alonzo Mourning and Larry Johnson are trying to box each other out. Now, they're not doing the what you teach grade school kids where you you touch them, you sit down, you get your butt on them, you push back a little bit, you have your hands ready to catch the ball. It wasn't a box out like that. This is an NBA box out where you are face-to-face with the guy kind of going uh, forearms to the chest boxing out getting ready the to ball. push off as the ball's coming down that's right so they both start doing that get tangled up probably you know you slip you slip up on the chest and you hit him in the chin a little bit and then he's kind of like you know pushes you away they <laughs> john starks gets the rebound starts dribbling down the court right past those guys and right away the whistle blows and he looks back and those guys are just throwing <laughs> punches like crazy. Now on the, if you watch closely, like the first guy that got there to try to break it up, Jeff Van Gundy, he's on the sideline coaching the Knicks at the time. He sees them sprints full sprint in his suit. Who <laughs> Alonzo morning, Larry Johnson tr- tries to grab as soon as he gets there, tries to grab Alonzo morning around the waist just slips right down his leg and he's laying on the floor with his arms wrapped around one of Alonzo Morning's legs. Alonzo Morning didn't even feel it. Alonzo Morning didn't feel it until they kind of broke it up and then he realized I can't move my leg at a regular rate right now and he looks down and he's like trying to like he's like what are you doing man get off of me. <laughs> and uh so <laughs> Just this, this, so the pictures and the videos from certain angles are so funny. And then Jeff Van Gundy gets up and he's balding real bad, but he's got the really bad '90s comb over the guy. This, yeah. yeah, the 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 balding guy on the top who who leaves his hair kind of longish. On yeah, the back Bozo side. the Clown. Yeah, 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 it looks so bad. But then he had like the wispy hairs on top, and those are like sticking straight up and all over the place when I he gets up and that, that. And he's he's really mad, and he just looks like like uh, like Poindexter. I mean, he just looks like the nerdiest guy on the planet really smart basketball guy i love him on the broadcast oh, doing he's games. so good him and mark jackson like when love they get on each guy. other like it's it's a like mark jackson will be like are you kidding me man for real but in the end you know they truly respect oh they love so each good. other yeah um <laughs> so that was just that just 
kind of for a humor one, I threw that in there. The last one I have, have you ever heard the story about Rudy Tomjanovich? It, you might know him from being the uh, Rockets. I saw this. I saw this, this on there. Yeah, it's on. It's if you look up uh, uh, best sports fights or whatever on there, this comes up a lot. I I actually I watched three or four videos of the best sports fights, and I didn't see it on there on any of them. So I but I knew about this one, and I kind of knew the story, and I wanted to get refreshed on it because it's really kind of fascinating. But so Rudy Tomjanovich was the Rockets head coach when they won back-to-back championships in the 90s, but he played for the Rockets in the 70s. They were playing, the Rockets and Lakers were playing uh, in a regular season game in 1977. There was a fight between Kermit Washington was like one of the biggest, strongest guys in the league at that time playing for the Lakers. And he was known for kind of being a, being like that, being a, a, Charles Oakley or an Anthony Mason or Will you know, Purdue. It, Will, was Will Purdue? Not Will Purdue. That's not what Bill I meant Bill to Ambeer. say. Bill Lambert. I, like, I don't call anybody their names today, <laughs> so it doesn't matter. We Everybody knows who I'm thinking of. Just giant white guy from the 90s, <laughs> 80s and 90s. That's him. Um, uh, there's well, only one other one left, right? Luke Longley? Is there, there any other ones out there? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. That about covers it. Big country. What was his name? <laughs> yeah, Bryant Reese. Bryant Reese. <laughs> Um, so anyway, Sean Bradley, sorry, there's a few Sean Bradley, Mark <laughs> Eaton, yeah. Greg Ostertag. We can keep going with yeah. Brad Miller. Uh, anyway, so George Mearson, George Mearson. <laughs> yeah, if we're just talking seven, seven guys, I yeah. think he won. I think he won, uh, first round in his first round of the ugliest, <laughs> ugliest man competition George, in our, right. for this podcast. Anyway, continue. So. Kermit Washington gets in a fight with one of Rudy T's teammates on the Rockets uh, a- after a rebound or whatever. They get tangled up kind of like Larry Johnson and Alonzo Mourning did. And so they get kind of tangled up or whatever. They get in, they get into it. The the guy for the Rockets, I can't think of his name now, but I think he like grabs the ball and like kind of starts as they're like breaking away, gets the ball and starts trying to go down the floor and did they, I don't know if they blew the whistle or something like that or whatever, or Kermit Washington just ran them down and they kind of start fighting and Kareem was right there. He grabs the guy, I guess, to, to either go for the ball or to just wrap the guy up to stop them from fighting. He has the guy's arms and Kermit Washington punches him. So that guy's kind of like, like going kind of down and like going away from him. Um, and Kermit wash and then and Kareem has him wrapped up. Kermit Washington turns away from him. As soon as he turns away, he sees Rudy Tomjanovich running. Rudy's hands are like out or at his side because he's running to his teammate <laughs> that just got hit really hard, right? So he's running, but he has to kind of run past the guy who Kermit just hit Washington yeah. to do that. Kermit Washington just turns and sees Rudy T right there running at him and just punches him like. You know, Rudy T was not protecting himself because yeah. he wasn't wasn't thinking, thinking he was in a fight. fight. <laughs> yeah, so gets hit really hard. He's running, by the way. His momentum is going this way, and then his the punch meets him there, which makes it a lot worse. He goes immediately to the floor. Now, people that were there have described that they can hear the punch in the second deck, and wow. then heard his head hit the floor. Oh, on the second deck geez. and somebody i think it was kareem or somebody described it as uh, it his head hitting the floor sounded like a watermelon 
falling from the roof, hitting the floor. Oh my God. And that's disgusting. Here's the thing. Rudy T wasn't even knocked out or he might've been for like a second because right away he grabs his head on the floor and kind of curls up a little bit. Yeah. And he's just like holding his head. Trainers come out. They start looking at him. He's not, he's down for maybe a minute and he stands, he just gets up on his own. Yeah. And he starts walking off. And I, this part isn't on the video, but the, the story goes that Rudy was walking off the floor and asked Kermit Washington why he hit him. He was going to check on his teammate yeah. or whatever. Why? And so, and they apparently got into it, like didn't fight again, but were like Back and going forth, with yeah. words. And so he almost got in a fight again. They take him to the hospital. They find out that he has a broken jaw. They wired his jaw shut right away. Broken jaw. Um, hold on. I've got it all written down. Fractured skull. Uh, uh, part of a uh, brain hemorrhage. Holy cow. And was leaking spinal fluid. Oh my God. Jeez From one, it was one punch. One punch. It was one punch. It wasn't but, a, it wasn't that a punch crowd. Is, if it's a full punch from a giant man and you're running full speed towards that punch, that like doubles the impact. And then I'm assuming a lot of that was his head hitting the ground too. Sure. Yeah. Uh, there was, there was a time over the next few days that they thought Rudy, Rudy Tomjanovich might not live. He might die from those. Wow. From those injuries. He did end up recovering, but it, that, that one punch changed both those guys lives so much. Now Rudy T ended up coaching later in, in life and won championships and everything, but he went through real bad depression and, and alcoholism because of that. Wow. Because it got so bad. Kermit Washington was like chastised so bad for that and was basically blacklisted sort of they i think they both ended up playing again but uh but it was like he was never the same again neither guy was ever the same again uh kermit washington was getting death threats he he there were so many uh stories about how bad a guy he was and everything nobody wanted anything to do with him after that he got into uh he got into like a life of crime after that. He's still like Jeez. as an older guy. Yeah, I think he I don't know if he still is, but he might he might still be serving a jail sentence for like all this fraud like credit card fraud and all these like kind of white collar crimes that he got into after that. Um and he was he he like so his I, I think he d- divorced from his wife because his wife said after that he was never he was never um uh affectionate to me like he was a totally different person after that Hmm. so uh both guys lived a really tough life after that now rudy t's in in better shape now and he as as a matter of fact forgave kermit washington for almost killing him and he said they're friends now and everything but apparently kermit washington always was and still is a very hard guy to get along with um doesn't make appearances doesn't doesn't do any of that kind of stuff so anyway just a, a really interesting story that I heard a long time ago, and it, it, it replays in my mind once in a while. This was a good time to say that. I took up go. all the time. Nicely done. Thanks. I like that. Was that four? That was four. All right. That sounds good. Well, we'll start off with the fact that we got two of the same. Good. Malice at the Palace. Uh, where's it go? Malice at the Palace and uh, Nolan Ryan. Nolan Ryan. Where did I write these down at? Um, I just had them. All right, here we go. Now we're cooking with gas. <laughs> Maybe. 
All right, so Malice at the Palace. Here it is. I just can't read it. Malice at the Palace, Nolan Ryan, Robin Ventura. Uh, I have to go with the Crosstown shootout. Obviously, that the the Yancey Gates not hitting hitting um, Kenny Freeze. Kenny Freeze crawling out of the crowd of people and then standing up at midcourt, face gushing blood and throwing his hands out like he won or he did something great. Like, you just got knocked the crap out, dude. What are you doing? Uh, the zip them up started from there. Uh, that was probably the worst thing uh, at the time. Chris Mack, it's probably the worst thing Chris Mack ever did was let his players go into. I don't actually, I don't know that he let them. I don't know that he knew, but the, to his two, his two, um, his two guards and, and Mark Lyons and, and uh, two Holloway go into the press conference afterwards, talk about, you know, that's what we do. We zip them up, we zip them up. And ever since then, zip them up has become part of Xavier nation. In fact, the basketball team for Xavier is called zip them up. The basketball tournament tournament. team is called zip them up. So anyway, um, and that's the thing, even the players now, when we, when they play, they do it. Even the kids that are on the sideline that probably have no idea what it's any of it means do the zip them up, but they're zipping up a jacket when they do it. Like they're zipping up a jacket. Like, nah, man, it's like zip them up in a body bag. Anyway. So I have that one last, but not least. I went a little funny too. Good. 2003. American League Championship Series. Yankees, Red Sox. Fight breaks out. Pedro Martinez steps out of the dugout. He's running his jaws because that's what Pedro does. And Don Zimmer comes running over (laughs) 79, he might have been 80 years old at the time, 80-something years old. Don Zimmer comes running after Pedro Martinez. and. Pedro Martinez has gotten a lot of flack for this for a long, long time. And he says it's the one thing he wishes he never did in baseball. It's his one regret. The guy was amazing. He's only got one blemish on his entire record, and it's this. Throwing Don Zimmer, 80-year-old Don Zimmer, to the ground. What are you supposed to do? And I guess you just get out of the way, right? But when everybody's fighting, your adrenaline's going. You're not thinking straight. Mm-hmm. Don Zimmer obviously wasn't thinking straight. I'll tell Don you what. Zimmer went to go get Pedro Martinez. Pedro just backed up and kind of grabbed, chucked him, and somehow Don Zimmer didn't break something as he rolled around on the ground afterwards. Watching that is probably one of my favorite things. And Pedro just like, what do I do? I don't know. He he got so he grabbed him by the head, threw him down, and then Don Zimmer afterward has like cuts on his face <laughs> and like he looks like he was in a war when you are just fell on the ground brother when you're that old you walk by a pillow and start bleeding i got a guy at work this dude he just he just walks he walks around and he's bleeding like burn what's wrong with you man and he's like huh oh no oh no i almost ran into something like we walk by a pillows i mean like i feel like a, a pillow shouldn't be able to cut you like walk by a pillow and start bleeding <laughs> is a phrase i'm gonna have to use a lot now that's so funny so Uh, but that you know that's what happens when you get old man get that thin skin dude there ain't no ain't nothing left to it you can almost those old people you think they're little like blotches on their you know like sunspots i know what that is you that's just where the skin's getting real thin you can see the blood underneath you can see the tissue underneath their skin it's so thin 
Seriously, though, old man Vern, dude, he'd just be walking and then boom, he's gushing blood. No idea what happened. He just, he could walk to you, nothing be within five feet of him. By the time he gets to you, he's bleeding. What happened? Oh, I don't know. I think a fly landed on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that was uh, that was funny since he he was okay and everything, but uh, yeah, was that the that was the same was that that was the same series when uh, Pedro said who is Karin Garcia, right? <laughs> <think> so yeah, <laughs> that's where the whole dad who's your daddy thing. Yeah, happened. who's your daddy? Yep, that whole who's your daddy came from. That. And it all started with A Rod and Jason Barrett. Well, uh, Bronson Arroyo hit yeah hit uh, Alex Rodriguez and then Jason Veritek jumps out and gets in front of him and yeah. And the whole thing started. Yep. 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 That's a good one. That's a good one. A young corn road Bronson Arroyo. Yeah. He wanted nothing to do with fighting. Mm-hmm. No, nothing. I don't know, though. He probably, with that leg kick he had, I feel like there might be a little uh, ninja, little ninja skills in him. Yes, it could have. Speaking of that, I saw the Chan Ho Park one. He got into it with, uh, he was batting. And, oh man, who was it? The pitcher on the other team fielded a weak ground ball or whatever, went over and tug him, tug him and like wrapped him up and held on a little too long. And Chan Ho Park's like, get off of me. And so he says something and they start throwing. And that was the one when Chan Ho Park, so he comes after him. Chan Ho Park like jumped and like did like a kick. Yes. Like like, did like a, he really did like a martial arts move. move. I have so so sports fight. Okay, so we play. I used to play way too much softball back in the day, and we had this dude who nobody liked on our team, and he loved hitting up the middle at pitchers. Like he thought it was funny, right? And none of us liked him. He ran his mouth all the time, and it got to the point where, like, when he would do stuff, the other team would want to fight him, and we'd just sit in the dugout. Mm-hmm. So he hit a ball up the middle, broke a guy's arm, hit him right in the forearm, broke his arm. In his, at his forearm there, broke his arm. And he's running his mouth as he's going to first base. There's this old dude on the other team. He's on their bench, okay? He's uh, like a double black belt in three different karate things. He takes his shoes off. He's an old dude. This dude's probably, you know, I say old dude. He's to get in a fight with a 20-year-old. He's like 45 to 55 years old, somewhere in there. Takes his shoes off throws his foot up on the fence that's you know uh you know chest high shoulder high maybe even higher than that throws his foot up there and starts stretching on the fence (laughs) and we're like oh he's gonna kill him he's gonna kill him and he is so as this dude's going to first base running his mouth after he just hit this pitcher and his pitcher's on the ground with a broken arm this guy's in his in the other team's dugout stretching and he starts yelling at him don't move don't move stay there Stay there. He's stretching his legs out. And I'm talking, he walks over. Nothing ever happened. They stopped it all. We didn't. We never left the dugout. Nobody left the dugout. Like we were leaving that dude out there for his own self. But they, Good the other team stopped the fight. But this guy was going to, kill. he took his shoes off. When we saw him taking his shoes off, we're like, old man knows that he'd kill him if he had shoes on. I guess. I don't know. Like, but he took his turf shoes off. And he's in his bare feet, and he's gonna go ninja karate kid on this dude. So he walked out onto the dirt field in his bare feet, bare feet, ready to go. Okay, stretching. He starts stretching in the dugout. We're like, oh boy. I mean, he got his foot up, up by his head. Like, yeah, he's yeah, crow cop. He was gonna crow cop kick him in the head. And he was going down. 
boy. Anyway, that's there you go. So, how did this guy get on your team? Who is this guy? I don't know. When I, you're I, play, don't I play know with a bunch. I, I play with a bunch of guys that I will never ever know again. You play for with them for like one year because you know a guy who knows a guy who played with a guy. You know, you know how it goes when you're you're just trying to get the best team you can out there. And he's a good ball player. He's a really good ball player, but he also was a ding dong. Yeah, that's that's a shame. Uh, good story though. That's funny. Kind of wish. Kind of wish the guy would have gotten a kickoff. It would have been great. This dude, the dude who would have kicked him, like apparently he fell like three, three or four floors down an elevator shaft. And this dude's like some, he's he's dude's like he's like uh, he, he he's. I feel like the stories that come that that go around this dude on the softball field and everything. I feel like he was like Walker Texas Ranger. What's that guy's name? <laughs> yeah, uh, Walker Texas Ranger. That's his name. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's got How all bad of, is it that none of us had, oh, know what we can know? Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. <clears throat> so there you go. Oh, that was four. Well, that was my four. That yeah. was your four. Donnie nice. Zimmer. Donnie okay. Baseball. Don, right. Not Donnie Baseball. Don Zimmer. Yeah. Uh, the first Donnie Baseball. The first. That's right. Uh, okay. Cool. Legendary bench coach. Yeah. Uh, pride of Western Hills High School, right? 100%. Yeah. Even before old uh, Pete. All right. So another pride of the Western Hills High School, Eliza Schlesinger. Okay. She uh, has been around in comedy a long time, boy. Um, when I say a long time, she's probably, she's 40, right? She's 39. She's 39. It's, weird, it's her man. sixth, it's her sixth uh, Netflix special. And can I just say, I love these people, right? Like, I there are some com- comedians that I love and I'm excited. And then when they get to number four, five, or six, all of a sudden, it's a microphone. They are standing on a stage in a platform. Yeah, I'm totally fine with that. Believe what you want to believe. Use your platform for your good and whatever you want to do. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to say that your comedy special was really good. Her jokes were hilarious. Joke for joke, she's great, and she's got the, the physical humor in it, and, and the voices are a little weird sometimes, but she does a good job, and they're funny. She she can tell a story for 10 minutes, and you can laugh at 15 to 20 different things in it. Pretty good. I enjoy I enjoyed the jokes part of it, but I wasn't here for political not political just whatever stance just stance after stance after stance one or two that these people do yeah i get it you're there you get throw out how you feel about something move on to the next joke it's a comedy special that's what i'm here to watch i I, i'm not trying to say like you shouldn't do that if that's what you want to do with it that's fine totally cool i got no problem with you taking your sixth netflix special and run away running away with everything you feel about pro-life or, and, and this, that, or the other, every kind of thing that's out there. Yeah. Good for you. Do it. No problem with it. That doesn't necessarily mean that I'm going to like it. Mm-hmm. And it, I could, I could totally agree with all of your politics and I still am going to be, you can make political jokes. I, those are fun. Mm-hmm. Most of those are hilarious. You can make fun of the people I voted for and I'm going to be laughing at you. Right. That yeah. doesn't matter to me if it's in joke form. I love that. I'm totally fine with that. Make your stance in joke form. It's a stand-up comedian. Outside, that brought me down. That brought me, that made it difficult. I love, I love her. I love all of her specials she's had. She's, she's funny. 
the elder millennial is one of my favorite. I use that term because I'm 39 years old. I use the term elder millennial. I'm an elder millennial. I'm not a millennial. I'm an elder millennial. I had the best of both worlds, right? I didn't have technology and I had technology and da, 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 da. That being said, the jokes were good. She still is a good comedian. It just got off the rails for about 25, 30 minutes. <laughs> Which is a long time in an hour. <laughs> it, it felt like most of the hour, unfortunately. Yeah, I agree with you. I so I, I and, and here's the deal. When I we we're sitting down here right before we started the podcast, I wrote down. I might have, I might have scored this a little high is what I said when I was writing it down. I don't know if you remember me saying that. I do. I might have scored it a little high. I gave it a 3.2. Oh, because I feel like the jokes were still there. Like, I mean, this if she went with a full one, I feel like she is for or better potential every time she steps onto a stage for me. But this one, this one dropped down. I feel like I may have over I may have overrated it just because I've I've enjoyed her stuff in the past. Okay. It, it, it's wow. It's funny you say that. So you feel like if 3.2 was a little bit over what you, you know, maybe would normally think if you didn't already have such a high, mm-hmm. you know, opinion of her. Um, I'll, I'll just start with my rating then. And that's a 2.8. I almost went 2.9 and I kind of scratched in an eight. 2.8. So I think we're pretty we're much really right. close. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I would have been about 2.9, 2.8 if I wouldn't have. When I wrote it down, I was like, nope, I wrote it down. I'm sticking with it. But yeah. So yeah, we were, we probably would have been a lot closer if I would have re reexamined my brain when I wrote it down. Yeah. Uh, I just wrote a few things down. Um, one, this felt like it was made for women. Like a lot yeah. of it was about how awful men, how, how, she came back every once in a while. Like she kept saying like she was going to go back and forth and she did a little bit, but yeah, yeah there was a lot that was pushed that way. A lot of it was like, if yeah, you, the bra if, strap stuff. And like, I feel like my wife would have laughed her ass off at some of those things. Like with the, you know, if you have more than three buckles on the back of your bra, then it's a brazier. <laughs> yeah. She did, she did a, a bunch of, a bunch of time on that stuff and that wasn't bad. Um, so a, a couple of things. I mean, I, I thought the jokes in the comedy part of it was okay. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't think it was awesome or anything. One thing I wrote down because I laughed out loud at it was fartable umbros. <laughs> fartable umbros when she was in Italy and everybody had their clothes on and she's wearing fartable umbros. <laughs> that was a very funny one. Um, <laughs> the, the, the part where she talked about it and tried to joke about it, but like one of the things that I – that I liked about when she was like going off on her just opinions on stuff was the, like the women's empowerment language, all the stuff that that. they put on bags. See, no, that was different, right? That's making a point with a joke. She made that all turned into jokes at the same time when she was like, what would you, you know, but when you go into your own, when you go into work and your boss turns around, looks at you and like, what's up power bitch or whatever boss bitch or whatever. Like you can't do that in real life. Just like with the TikTok stuff, I laughed at a lot of the TikTok stuff. Like a if a woman walks in to you, what we like if you saw a woman doing a TikTok dance in real life, you'd be like, "There's something wrong with her on the dance floor." And I'll tell you, I see this all because she's right there. When you're doing the dance, you don't hear the music. It's just it's silent, and you just like somehow I don't even know how it works, but 
I see the girls that I coach all the time doing this. Like the before it's practice, the music's stuff. not in the music's in the background on TikTok, but you don't hear it when you're doing the dance. Like maybe it's because they got earbuds in. Because I've done it with my with my uh, niece, I can definitely hear. Because I would be, I'm not, I can't, I don't know. I'm maybe doing. they have earbuds in. I don't know. I didn't think they. I didn't. I feel like I've seen them do it a bunch without it. Anyway, I don't know. But um, yeah, that stuff. The, the yeah, the stuff like that they put on with weird weird language and stuff i'm like there's a certain kind of person that wears that stuff and yeah. buys stuff like yeah and it's uh, what is kind of gross gay feel like black a, uh gay gay black drag queen or something is that what she said they stole the language from oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 uh yeah <laughs> it's just oh god it's like ugh, what kind of person but uh i i i feel like i I dated a person kind of like that before, but nice. Anyway, that part of it, I, I kind of agreed with a little bit. So I was like, oh, okay. I kind of like this part, even though it's not that yeah. funny, but it's, but so much of it was just about how awful men treat women and how, you know, like women I empowerment. Get it. There was a lot of the women empowerment. In yeah. There. I mean, it's not all wrong or anything like that, but boy oh boy sometimes it's a little over she they overdid it a little bit i think on some of that stuff um that's about it i had you know there's much fine. else to say it was fine mm -hmm. you know some of it was uh, yeah i wish she would have done more jokes more than, comedy yeah which but, like i said okay. it's your special i don't want to be the person here acting like oh you know you're a basketball player just shut up and dribble i'm not saying no. that but I'm not, I'm not that guy by any stretch of the imagination. Do what you want. But if I'm going to sit here and rate the comedy show, absolutely, then I feel like I, then that's what I'm going to do. And it, it definitely wasn't, and no comedy is for everybody, but that definitely wasn't for everybody. Mm -hmm. um, so, all right. Well, that's okay. Good, good. Eliza Schlesinger, uh, still watch it if you want, you know. Absolutely. Hot forever, right? Yep, hot was? forever. Yeah. You want to see somebody who not just decided to cut some holes in their pants? <laughs> yeah. Just I feel like they were... to, she felt like she's got good hip bones, I feel like. She was like, I'm going to show my hip bones off. I think she's proud of her body at 39, which is great. I, that's terrific. Um, and she does. She looks great. But, uh, yeah, that was, that was an interesting choice. of. I, I had a hard time not focusing on the on the two, the two areas that we're yeah. just showing. I was like, these are high-waisted pants or whatever they were. And uh they but they had these little I guess they're a lot of shirts are like that. They have certain holes in different areas and stuff. But so maybe it was just kind of like that. But I don't know. There you go, Buzz. Right. I don't know either. There you go. All right. Uh that's it, man. That's every that's all the aspects of the podcast. Now we just gotta pick next week's Mount Rushmore and comedy comedy special that's right i've got a comedy special it's a good thing all right good i'm gonna say this uh first then we are going there are a bunch of new comedy specials out so plenty to pick from i'm gonna go with hassan minaj oh i used to think it was hassan and then i actually heard him say it and he pronounced it hassan so are I you guess sure right. he was huh. are you sure he wasn't saying hassan just really fast uh no i think he hey was. how are you i'm chris instead of saying chris i'm chris or hey um hassan mm, no 
I think I think it's Hassan. I was just trying. I'm yeah. just throwing it out there because uh, I've heard other people say it that way too. But then I still hear people say it hot Hassan. Anyway, um, yeah, I feel like that's when people make fun of me for saying bagel or egg or aunt, aunt or whatever. I feel like Peggy, not aunt. Peggy. I don't know. I, I feel like it's the same thing. I feel I don't hear a difference between. Hassan and Hassan, Hassan and Hassan, Hassan and Sin. Pillow. I don't know. <laughs> pillow. What's wrong with the pillow? Yeah, am oh, I saying it right? I, no, I thought you. I thought you pronounced it pillow. Pillow. No, I don't do no. that. No, I don't. I've never. Else? I've never had anybody say anything about pillow, but bagel. Probably bagel. People are like, bagel. You got bagel, bagel, <laughs> and Peggy. <laughs> I get that all the time, and I can't. Um, I apologize. I don't know that I. That, that, <laughs> Sound the same to me, or no? Here's the one. This is the one that this is probably more like it. Crayon or crayon, right? That's mm-hmm. like Hassan or ha, ha, what were the two? They sound the Hassan or Hassan. Hassan or Hassan. That's crayon or crayon. Yeah. My wife, I've got the I've got two of the three kids. Call it a crayon. They don't call it crayon. She hates that. She loves it's. It's a crayon. It's a crayon. Mm-hmm. How do you say? It? Well, I'm a human being that knows what letters are and the <laughs> alphabet and and English language, so I call it a crayon. But if you wanna if you wanna just take a couple of letters out of it and call it a crayon, I'm not. It's a crayon. <laughs> it's a crayon. How is it? But how is that pronounced? Crayon. A Y. How is A A Y? Just sounds like A, and then you got O N. Crayon. Where's the O go? Yeah. Where is the O? It's right before the N. No, it's not. Yeah, crayon. No, the, the O's gone if you say it that way. It's a crayon. The O left. Why? What? There's silent letters and everything. <laughs> the O's not supposed to be silent. Well, how, says who? I, well, guess what? I want to call it an opossum. It's says, silent and possum. Says Crowla, the what? maker of crowns. Crayons. How, how, how am I supposed some to call, know? Some people call it if, crowns. Uh, you, can't tell more me, you can't tell me that O's are always sounded out when you've got a possum. <laughs> Okay. It's okay. an opossum now. I'm gonna start calling it opossum. An an opossum. Is it an That's, opossum or yeah. a possum? I think if you look out and you go, oh my god, look at that possum. Or no, hey, there's a possum. It's an opossum. That's what it actually is. The O is not so silent. No, it's not. No, if you say so, possum, it's you an, just spell it with a. P. So it's an opossum. It's not. It's an opossum. Yeah. If you say, so it, you don't go. Oh my right god. Hey, look, there's a possum. If you're saying if you're calling it a po- opossum and possum are two different things, you're shortening it and Hunter. calling it a possum. A possum. Okay. So, the, but it should be an opossum. Yeah, that's right. And and it sh- should also be a crayon. What about what about water? How many letters R's, that are in? How it? many R's are in water? I take the O out of crayon, and I add. I take that. And I, I, I kind of cut around in some parts and I take the, and it turn it into an R and I add it, I add it to water, water. so I can get water. Water. <laughs> you give me a cup of water. So my dad worked for Coke for 40 plus years and he worked with some real characters. <laughs> and there was a guy that he worked with a lot who was a down home backwoods. Oh Kentucky yeah, baby. Hill Let's go. Bill. Okay, mm-hmm. and man, some of the stuff—the way that guy pronounced things down my, in the holler—was so funny. They used to carry Coke. Used to carry the water that doesn't exist anymore. I don't think called Naya, N A Y A. Remember Naya mm-hmm. water? 
when he came home one day and told us that this guy pronounced it Noria, <laughs> I mean, I think we all peed in our pants. It was we laughed so hard, and we still Noria talk Water. about Noria Water. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh it's so funny when people pronounce stuff wrong it's so 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 well, funny. what about this is i don't i probably say water i probably say water you say water You're i do a- say water but i do but i do say whoosh why do you say that i don't know it just comes out i have no idea i do say i do not add an r to water but i do add an r to wash i don't know why that is it just that's just the way it happens okay like if I say, like if I look at Parker and I go, dude, it's time to go wash the dishes. <laughs> what does he say? What language is that? <laughs> no. What am I supposed to do? With I don't the dishes? feel like wash. I don't feel like wash is nearly as bad as water. I feel oh, like water sounds ridiculous. absolutely every. <laughs> no, water every... sounds ridiculous. Why? It's water because it's water. What is? But if what... I gotta go do the wash. Oh my gosh! Don't forget to wash gotta, your hands. Don't forget if you if you wash your crayons and the and you leave them in your pockets and you wash the crayons. Holy smokes! Is that going to leave a mess in the washing machine? I wash my crayons and uh, I eat my bagels. <laughs> there you. Get, I still really have get, no idea what I say differently when I say bagel. You get egg on your bagel. I do get egg. Egg. <laughs> What's wrong with egg? It's an egg. What? What? I don't understand oh, that. That's what ha- this is what happens to me every time I have this stupid conversation. I can't stand this. This, this irks me. All right. The wash and all that, I get it. The, the crayon, I get it. I, I say crayon just because that's how I grew up. Call it a crayon. I get it. It's called a crayon. I realize that. Okay. Now, I don't know why I say it. I, it's just the way I said it since I was born. The thing that irritates me is when I say a word and somebody laughs at me and then I say it like five times and I go, yeah, that's how you say it. And I just said the exact same word. I can say egg 15 times, and I don't know when I say it right or wrong. They all sound exactly the same. And so, oh, I don't understand that. I, if I talk in a normal sentence, people laugh. And then I'll be like, what? And I'll be like, I don't understand it. And then I get what you just gave me. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. I don't understand it. I said the exact same word. Literally, literally, I just said ag again. That's all I did. I don't I don't understand it. I have a, a really weird me- <laughs> I have a really weird memory from when I was like maybe I don't know four or five, six, something like that. And there was a we grew up next door to a two-family house, and there were different people in there over the years, and at some point upstairs i think there was a lady and her little daughter that must have been around my age i don't remember anything about this little girl i just remember being in there going into their house upstairs one time and to play with this to play with this little girl and wow, you went into the two family yeah wow i don't remember anything about it you yeah. know you have the, the upstairs you have to go in on the side right the the downstairs if you go in the front door that's like a bedroom or something so oh, you have to go in the wow. back door or walk in the kitchen or something. So anyway, went upstairs in the two family and played with this little girl for a little bit. And then I guess, I guess my mom like went over and met the people and then let me go up and play and then came over and got me when I was 
you know, when it was time to come home or whatever. Yeah. So I remember going like to the top of the steps to walk down, or maybe I started walking down or getting, or maybe I got to the bottom or something. And the little girl says, next time you come over, bring your crowns. Oh, I've heard the thought for that's the, yeah. And, and <laughs> I remember I, I, I must've been so little. This has to be one of my first memories ever. Yeah. And I remember asking her four or five times, what? <laughs> I didn't know what she was no talking idea about. She wanted I you to bring no over. idea. I, I don't, I don't own any crowns. I mean, yeah. we can go to Burger King and probably <laughs> and, get some. Right. And I, and I, I repeat. And then finally, I think it was like, my mom was like crayons. And I'm like, Oh, cra-. and I, I, that was the first time I had heard, ever heard anybody pronounce it like that. And I'm like, that was insane. She pronounces it crowns. That one's funny. I would laugh at that person coming from a crayon guy. I feel like there's only two ways to say that word. It's crayon or crayon. There's not two I ways. I like promise crowns, you there's not two ways. Crowns is not even close. <laughs> potato, potato, man. That's I mean, what I'm saying. Could, if you call it crayons, if you call it crayons, I think you are shortening and just putting a slang term on cranberries. I think you want me to bring some cranberries over. You think? I think you want me to bring some cranberry juice over. And and look, maybe you have kidney stones or whatever, and I can bring you cranberry juice if you want it. Or cran. That's what they're saying on the streets. Or if you want, yeah, I can bring crans over. If you also want me to bring straws over or you want me to bring blues over. You want me to bring black? You want me to bring blackberries over? <laughs> you, I got gotcha. you. Um, I'm catching what you're spitting out. <laughs> Some straws. I got the straws. For a second, I thought you were about to go. I was lost there because I thought the straws were for the juice. Right. See, I got to yeah. get to. I got to get to know my slang terms. We're covering the berries. Yeah. We're shortening the berries. Uh, and that's to me what I see in my mind and what I hear when that's I hear what crayons. crayons is cranberries. Yeah, you're ridiculous. That <laughs> comes in a yellow and green box. It's got you know 64, 120, 48, right. sometimes 24. If you're yeah. cheap, made by Crayola or Crayola, Crayola, Crayola. Oh, now the O's in Cray. Oh, now the O is in Crayola. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. Crayola, okay. but it's almost spelled exactly the same way. It's instead of an L A, it's an N. I call but it. That's when Crayola. It dro- the N, adding the N drops the O. I see yeah, what you're saying. Yeah, it's just like any other word where you, I, you know, synonym or something like that. Doesn't that have a P in it or something? Yeah. <laughs> see? Silent P. Yeah. It's not a synonym. No. But there's an N at the end. So you got to drop one of the letters. And I, they decided the P was the one that was going to get lost in that one. The crayon is, the O gets lost in crayon. It's just a y a yeah. a, yeah. but it, isn't it crane then? If it's c r a y a y a n crayon, it has to be crane crayon crayon crayon. I don't know, man. I've been saying this since I was a kid. I, I didn't know there's a difference until people started laughing at me. Just like the egg and bagel thing, I don't get it at all. I do get the crayon. I that time that it was a short day. That time it was a short day. I get the crayon. That's wrong. I don't get. Okay. I don't get the bagel or the egg. Don't understand. Those were great. I, I tried to Those were great. Oh, I need to close my mouth a little bit when I talk, <laughs> and put some sort of accent. On yeah. It. 
they all sound exactly the same to me. I'm I must I must <laughs> say I must say see, now I keep thinking about it. I must say egg and bagel those were a good. million times. I it's exactly what I said this entire time. I've never not said anything different. <laughs> <laughs> you said the same word every time. Just pronounced it different every time. <laughs> it's not pronounced any different. Literally came out of my mouth exactly the same. I hate that. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> came hate out of your it. came out of your mouth the same way every There's time. There's nothing worse than like a new person that you've never met before. And and you say something and they give you that look and it's I know. <laughs> I can see in your eyes you're trying to hold it back. I can see that you don't like the way I said that. You know what? I'll call you out right off the bat. I'm sorry. I don't hear a difference. I don't know what it is. I'll call you out right now. Chris Witt, good to meet you. I say my E's wrong. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. I don't even know when. It just happens. It just depends on if I wash my mouth out or not. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's the best. Oh, man, I don't know if there's any other words that I have issues with, but. Mm. That's a. Uh, it's definitely crayon, wash, and wash. Wash is something that I say consistently. That's. I mean, did you think? Did you say wash and then hear somebody say that and you're like, "That's so funny! I'm going to say it every I time." Feel. I feel like that's probably what happened with wash. I feel like and it became your. And then I just started saying, yeah, "Yeah, yeah." I feel like then it just, it just became like that. Like somebody saying, "Like yeah, wash." That's funny. <laughs> Hey, y'all want to go down to the Crack Creek, wash your clothes? Let's go down to the creek, wash your clothes. I expect if somebody has an accent like that, I expect a wash. A wash. Yeah. Wash. 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 Wash or wash. Yeah. How? Yeah. I'm going to go wash. I'll say wash. It's, I have to, I have W-O-R-S-H-S-K. to, like, I have to think hard and concentrate to on putting it. the R in there. I catch myself saying crick a lot too. <laughs> if I see a creek, I'll just say it because I think it sounds funny, but now it's just what comes out of my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. A hillbilly language is so funny to me. I love doing a, an accent. My grandpa used to tell people all the time on a job site. Somebody would come in and tell them what's going on, what's wrong, right? We build these big, you know, these big uh, commercial swimming pools with, you know, 15 slides and lily pads and deep, like just huge monster pools. And they'd come into the trailer and some smart guy started talking to him and he'd stop. Now, hold on now. Now, now start over and put it in hillbilly for me. What does that mean? He used to tell him all the time, put it in hillbilly for me. You got to talk to me in hillbilly. Uh, that's the best. Yeah. There you go. All right. All right. Well, I guess we got to wrap this yep, up. So we got Hassan. Oh, uh, Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. Okay. Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore words that are said wrong. No. Oh, that's great. No, I'm not doing that. Let's go. Uh, let's, let's make this. Um, let's make this uh, nice, nice and uh, smooth. Um, and I'm going to go with Mount Rushmore of man was not prepared for this in any way, shape or form. <laughs> Can we go Mount Rushmore of clothing? Yes. What do you mean? Favorite clothing item that you have. No, that's okay. so bad. No, I'm not doing that. Oh. Uh, Mount Rushmore of um, oh, man, man. Let's get in. Let's go back to the music thing. Let's okay. go back to music. All right. Yeah, that's really good. Mount Rushmore of Eminem songs. Oh, okay. Yep, we were both big into Eminem back in the day. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Eminem songs. All right. Very good. Perfect. All right. We've got next week set. I'm sure we'll check in on the MLB playoffs. Uh, we'll we'll see what's going on. I mean, we're going to be in the regular season in the NBA. If anything special happens or crazy happens, we might talk about that. We're not going to update the NBA throughout the entire regular season. But we used to do the big three. Uh, eh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe yeah. If, there, if, if there's, there's three things worth talking we'll about, we'll bring it back on a week. It may not be a weekly basis, but but we'll we'll make it a, a spur of the moment kind of thing. We want to we want to do the stuff that you want to hear. So if there's something you want to hear about. Look, you know, I don't I'm not sure we can talk. We can we can joke jokingly talk about hockey or something like that. hundred percent. But uh, if you've done it before, we've done it before. (laughs) We've talked about soccer in that way. Uh, If you really want to hear something, our opinions on something, I don't know why you would, but let us know. That sounds good. Go ahead. What? You had some. Nope. please. Please. Absolutely not. Please. No, we're good. We we may have a surprise guest coming up. We may have a surprise guest coming up. I believe it's in November. There's a big race, and he's really excited and wants to come on the podcast. Oh, big race. Yes. We can – never mind. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Good, 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 good. Race it up. Race, race. We get race day going. Um, so we'll see. How, uh, I, it's not, is it the Indy 500? I don't know which one it is. It's, it's one of the big races. Mm. It's, it's coming up. I don't know when it is either, but which one it is. I just learned in the last couple of years there's a difference between NASCAR and Formula One yeah. and that kind yeah. of stuff. I, yeah. I didn't even know that. You know, they got trucks, too. They race the trucks. And- I hear – yeah, the only, the only thing I hear where I always get to laugh at it is when Seg Dennison does the race. Yes, report. I love <laughs> that. It's so good. <laughs> Segman's awesome. Yeah. Uh, there you go. All right, All right. So there you go. Eminem songs, Mount Rushmore and Hassan Minaj. Exactly what he said. Uh, I got to go wash the car. So I might, uh, one of the kids took a crane to it. Oh gosh. I'm out of here. Must have ate some bad eggs that day. <laughs> I don't want to still don't hear it. That one <laughs> didn't make sense to me in my head. I have no idea what you just said wrong. All right. Don't forget to turn your headlights on.